0: Welcome to the Keys to the Game podcast. I'm your host JT, and joining me, as he always does, is Big Mike. How are you to this evening? Good to be back. Back. We're four days away, or three days? Is it? Three days.
1: Wednesday our time. So we did it. We did it. We're here.
0: Yeah. We've survived NBA purgatory, and for another year.
1: It was the toughest few months of the year for NBA heads, and it was. I mean, I suppose. Eurobasket carried through a little bit, but yeah, it dragged on, but we're here. We made it. Finally.
0: And uh, we're here today to run through a Western Conference preview, uh, just giving our thoughts on teams, what their sort of under-over might be, and we're going to go by division in no particular order. Um, so without further ado, uh, we will start with the Dallas Mavericks in where are we here? The Southwestern Division. Uh, some uh, interesting acquisition in getting Christian Wood. Uh, I think, yeah, whilst he may not be starting initially, I think it might come the time where he and JaVale will eventually have to switch depending on how things go. But then again, it is Jason Kidd. Uh, and obviously there's my boy Luca there. Um uh, Dinwiddie for another year, Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back, Uh, where do you sort of see them going?
1: So there were 52 wins last year, and obviously got all the way through to the West Finals, but I'm a bit worried about them this year, I Mm. think um, the loss of Brunson's pretty big, and their roster... It, it still is that complete reliance on, on Luca and a whole pile of very good, complimentary players. Yes. You know, like we, I think we talked about in a podcast during the playoffs, we were wondering about who would Luca's ideal kind of running mate or second banana, what, who would be ideal? And I, I thought, I, I remember saying, I thought it might be somebody like Andrew Wiggins because I don't want somebody to take the ball away from him t- too much. So Brunson was a good, a a good complimentary piece, but but more than complimentary, really. But I am I, a bit worried about them. They came fourth uh, in the West at season's end. I actually have them dropping down to seventh, partly because other teams are better. Yeah. Timberwolves, Nuggets, uh, Pelicans. And I just, I don't think they're better. I don't think switching out Christian would. Val McGee and losing Brunson is, a, is an overall positive so I think they're a little worse and some of the others are better so I've got them seven
0: yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment basically where I'm at on them is that it's I guess like for most teams not all it just takes one thing to go wrong and that's basically you know say Luke is out for two weeks um, who's going to take over the reins and you know how many L's are they going to get in that two week span uh, which you know would correlates into them potentially finishing seventh or maybe even eighth uh, you know it's it's a very tough tough conference in the West, but it's just yeah it's just when this Dallas team is firing, they can almost be anybody but when it's middling and or not going very well it's it's actually quite hard to watch
1: there has been a lot of talk from Kind of the back end of last season's playoffs and in the off season around the the idea of how how effective is it really to have such a heliocentric offense, i.e., one guy with mm. massive usage, you know, forty percent, uh, forty usage or something like that. Is that really is that really the way though? You know, like, and I think they got found out in, yes. in the West Finals. It's really hard to have somebody. You know, be that's the centre of your offence to that degree, partly there's a fatigue factor. Second, the really good t- teams can they can really key in on on that kind of player, on a player yeah. like that,
0: and then um, therefore lumps yeah. all the pressure on the other guys, who are yeah. used to having everything set up for them. you uh, not that some of these other guys can't set things up for others, but as you say, that heliocentric player, so everything revolves. Around what happens there it's yeah it's a it's either uh, it's either hit out of the park or it's uh absolute bust
1: and and look, i'm sure that the the mavericks uh, front office i'm sure they're like a, a kind of a second star or an ideal you know running mate next to Luca. i'm sure that's always the goal and, and maybe maybe they'll get that that point is obviously still young um but but as of this season. It's Luka and a lot of good complimentary role players. So there's a bit of a ceiling to that for this season, I think.
0: Yeah. So where are you putting the overrunners? So what do you say? They were, what, 52 and
1: 30 last year? 52 and 30 last year. And fourth, so home court, against the Jazz. (laughs) I don't know about their win total. I just have them seventh. I think a very fine line between... Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, even down to ninth. Yeah. I Perhaps something like 48.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I might, I'm thinking even maybe even a four game regression down to 46 One sort of slipping in well, that 59th so
1: spot. Yeah. So they were 52. So you're thinking maybe even a sixth. So that would be a six.
0: Uh, yeah. Six game uh, drop.
1: Yeah. 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 So, okay. Yeah. So you're maybe even a little more worried about than what I am.
0: Yeah. I, you just never know. Um, it's always good, I mean, it's not always good, but yeah temper one's expectations, and then if they see that it's like, okay, well, this is just a bonus this is good, and that'll only really come from uh, I guess what we see from Christian um uh, and how that helps if it doesn't, but who knows time will tell, and from there, we now roll into the Houston rockets. What are your thoughts um on the rockets?
1: uh, watch them early because. Well, I know this is, this is your tactic. This is your tactic, Jamie, about watching teams like this nice and early on the league pass. Yep. Uh, because later in the season, they're going to be a complete shit show. Um, they'll be really fun to watch. And I think Jalen Green is going to have a massive season. Mm. Like like 25 a game type season. Um, but it will turn out to be a race to the bottom. And that's between them, Utah, yeah. Oklahoma, Spurs. It's going to be very competitive down the bottom. But there's and, loads of loads of talent. Um, yeah. The obvious ones are guys like Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, but then there's Porter Jr., Tari Eason, Josh Christopher, Singoon, even yeah. Tate like this. Yep. Kenny Martin Jr. Like it's absolutely stacked with interesting young players. But they're still really really young. And Garuba love all their love all their pieces. Yep. But I don't know. Twenty wins last year. I don't think they might get a couple more. They might win a couple more than. Utah and San Antonio just because they've got a there's a talent deficit there but yes um, yeah get in early yeah
0: highly recommend it uh, to people who as Mike said what I like to do is the first sort of month two months into the NBA season watching teams like the Rockets teams down the bottom that aren't expected to really get a feel of what is uh, later on a couple of years time it's, um, so then you can sort of switch into uh, you know, watching the business Business teams go to work from January, and how much it changes and end of the season. So if you can last two weeks of the season, you come back to these types of teams and sort of see what's happening for the long when all the business teams have players resting.
1: But I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. much looking forward Protected.
0: to yeah seeing uh, what Shingun does um, with the season under his belt now. Um, but my I guess the one thing I'm mildly concerned about. And it's Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. How's that going to work? Obviously, they're going to try to build. Is there going to be some point where an ego clash or a big disagreement or some type of falling out? Not that I want that to happen. Do you think with such a young team, their personalities, do you,
1: is it possible that that... They... I do think so. There's a lot of mouths to feed, even though these guys are young and. But the whole team is like that. And a lot of them are trying to make their way. Uh, all right. I, and I, at what point does it sort of feel like, oh, Porter Jr., for all those shots he's taken, he's taken them away from Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. Yeah, I think there is a chance of that. And he has a bit of a checkered uh, track record, to say the least, anyway. That's all right. It's a bit of an uneasy pairing in the backcourt, potentially, as they both kind of look to expand their games. So... It may just be a one season thing I could see Porter moving on Porter junior moving on after this season um but the, you know there are a number of guys who are going to want kind of want their share in shots and I mean, you could see that in the other positional battles as well.
0: I think going back to the over runner to sort of wrap up my part on the rocket twenty ones last year, I might take the over on that twenty four as as you mentioned that talent deficit to some of the other teams that are. Going in for Wemby, so that's sort of where I'm at with them.
1: Yeah, cool. yeah, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a, there's, there's a little bit of depth there, especially in the front court. Eric Gordon's still there. Mm. Um, we just got rid uh, of,
0: um, your boy Trill today, Wooly Colley oh, Stone.
1: Yeah, well, I would have got rid of him too, so that, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't affect the era. Uh, Didn't did they, did they wave? Did they waive Derek Favors? Is he? He was on the um, roster. They, they I saw him.
0: there was a little bit of. I think the teams are trimming down today. Yeah. Uh, their final rosters. So I do know. Collie Stein got tossed. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. Is there
1: There's a no place? point uh, veteran players like that um, taking minutes. Uh, so it's still a bit of a wonder that Eric Gordon's on the roster mm. at, at some point you're better off just especially in a nothing i mean it's not really a nothing season there's a lot of development to happen here yeah and actually i i I often talk about tanking a lot i i can't stand tanking i think it'd be better just to get these guys playing a lot together finding out not only who meshes well with who but who doesn't mesh with who is also really good to know not to mention the fact that it's a fan-based product so um it'd actually be good to see these players playing but same time, a so couple of random this, veterans on there that still hanging around. i rather see the young guys getting cracked.
0: Yeah, so Favors was waived yesterday. Okay. So he and Collie Stein had gone against Boban. Yeah.
1: Boban. yeah, okay. Fair enough.
0: So that wraps up the Rockets. So now we move into possibly still the most exciting team to watch. The man with nice long hair and a big beard. And a crazy point guard. Your Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> Sorry, Memphis yeah. Grizzlies.
1: Memphis, get it right, please. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Broussard. Never forget. Never forget. Ever. Actually,
0: I was listening to the over unders with uh, Rossillo Simmons
1: and oh, House, that, yes. and they brought that, that.
0: up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> But they made, they said it, and someone's kind of missed the joke. Yeah. And then that was when he said to him, are you post passing notes to each other? And I yeah. think Priscilla was passing just a note that said Broussard to house. It yeah. was very funny. <laughs> that's one of those moments that, you know, hardcore NBA fans, everybody knows about Memphis. Yeah. Because <laughs> Broussard's a dweeb anyway, so yeah. that's what made it even funnier.
0: Memphis. So, the Memphis. Yes. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be out probably till here on the, the full side of caution. I'd be surprised to see him in the new year. Phil, um, I imagine it's going to be a by committee with Brandon, Jake Laravia, or uh, Roddy might get some. Obviously, looking forward to seeing Jar play. Is I can't not watch Jar. It's the Tyrannosaurus Rex Bane. Big and, fan. Yeah add because he's in the final year of his contract I guess may be predetermined by how they go through the season but you never know and another contract extension,
1: last yeah.
0: week or so which is cool yeah, yeah,
1: he's got the one remaining year on his previous deal for this season then it's two more seasons at a very reasonable rate I think 12.5 um, yes. for the two after that yeah. Yeah, was which, it which I think years, is pretty 25. reasonable that's right
0: yeah I think, the right value for him.
1: And yeah. you
0: can't put that price on what he does. Yeah. No one ever says a bad word
1: about him. No, I think he suits the team. Look, this is a team that, because of him, I watched uh, probably 80 of 82 games of them yeah. last year. So I watched him a lot. I, I just think uh, Triple J, he offensively so often, I, I, so, so much that I think he could have, for me, he was a legit defensive player of the year candidate. However, offensively, not up to that much. Um, yeah. 41% on the field for your big. He jacks up a lot of threes. He looks for them and shoots 32%. Um, he often catches the ball on the run towards the hoop and just fumbles it. Yes. But he makes, up with it. he makes up for it defensively where he's absolutely amazing. It's going to be a tough gap to fill. You forgot one very, very important name. we said by committee, and that's Kenny Lofton Jr. Please, more Kenny Lofton Jr. Oh, but, please. Yes. <laughs> Young Zebo. i watched the Oh, sorry, go on.
0: No, I was to say young Zebo, Kenny Lofton.
1: Yeah. Right down to the fact that he's a lefty. But watching the preseason, he didn't even play in the last couple of games. They've been studying Aldama. Brendan Clark will get heaps of opportunity. in terms of Dylan Brooks, oh man, polarizing. I, I can see I can see this being the last season he has with them if not traded. Um possibly around the deadline. They have guys like Zaire Williams Waiting in the wings, uh, who may fit a little better with Desmond Bain,
2: yeah, you know,
1: improving Dylan Brooks. I think we know what happened in the playoffs. He shot, he shot, he shot, he shot some more, and he missed a lot. And it was ugly, and it was um, a very that, disrupted season for L. Oh, um, yeah, it was, it was tough. He was in, out, and out for long stretches. He's a hell of a defender. Oh, yeah, he's, so, um, I like he's almost I do like him, ironically, as, um non-biological
0: brother Danny Green is also on the team who obviously
1: playing. on the bench. So I do think uh, it sort of goes without saying but losing Kyle Anderson to uh, Anthony Melton is really really tough, they were really important pieces, they often yes. didn't skip a beat when they came off the bench uh, when they had spot starts, they were massive That that's a lot of depth lost, they're nowhere near as deep as what they were and that includes losing Jaron Jackson so when you factor in that injury as well that that's that's a lot less depth, and I think that's going to hurt.
0: So you you don't think the six and twenty six record? Do you think I do not. That?
1: No, I have them uh, fourth.
0: So probably around that fifty two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I imagine there'll probably be some. You know, and, yeah, and I mean, aggression's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, so long as they can stay in the hunt for home court, whether sure they lose. Um, uh, things would go south fairly quickly for them, depending. On who would be out,
1: well, they didn't go um, south for them last season when he was out, though. They had a tremendous so record, like, and he was out for extended periods last they were 20 season. And four. Have, yeah, and honestly, a couple of the there, there were a couple of those losses that, um, there were many other factors in why a couple of those losses actually occurred. Like, they had other guys out, um, you know, so they were very, very good without him last season. Obviously. I don't know if they could pull that off again. Fingers crossed he doesn't get hurt, obviously. But they obviously had a bit more depth. They're a bit more equipped to deal with that because obviously Tyus Jones steps in and he's terrific. But yes. Melton helped out a lot, yeah. as did Desmond Bain. But Melton helped out a lot with ball handling and uh, defensive pressure. So they were a little bit sceptical that, that could they could fill the gaps as effectively this uh, season, if that were to occur. I'm.
0: Still very much high.
1: In theory, should get um, all going well. I got a. I have a looming big problem for them. If they get fourth and that's home court, I have the Clippers at five. I know a lot of people have them higher, but if they get the Clippers at five, even they got home court, I don't think that matters. I think the Clippers would beat them.
0: Potential gentlemen.
1: Well, regardless of what it ends up being. Yeah, I'm crystal balling that. It's actually so compact and that sort of three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's really only going to be a couple of wins here or there.
0: Yeah, it's going to come down to sort of a one bad week line. Yeah. Basically, any of those teams, five through, uh, five through, or so maybe five through nine. It, yeah, you'll be able to throw a blank. Yeah, I reckon. To the, last, the last, then it'll sort of sort itself out.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I can see that absolutely.
0: Wrapping up them and uh, rolling into the New Orleans Pelicans team, I think I'm, I'm going to watch it quite a lot this year. Everyone's back, Ingram's back. Uh, definitely, cannot wait to see. Love watching the more who Jones, the better. Yeah, and uh, I sort of going through the bench. Hopefully, Larry doesn't get injured more than ten. 10- He's quite <laughs> integral to what they where they want to go um Trey Murphy seems to be a little bit
1: which helps He's an excellent it. player he's a he's a terrific player
0: and um uh, someone's game who i don't think will change it might be some effect as uh Zion back yeah but, but i that, think I, it's very, with, uh, very minimal
1: With that though that might just be a that's just a numbers thing it doesn't mean he's worse no
0: definitely uh, not
1: the thing is is if he averaged, let's just say for arguments sake, argument's sake, he averaged three points a game less and a rebound and a half less, people will be up in arms. Like, oh, he's, he's worse. No, he's, not, he's just not getting the ball as much as so many shots. He's exactly the same player. How's yep. It's the law of diminishing returns. You add a guy like Zion Williamson into the fold, a couple of numbers will go down. I don't think that's, you know, he's still going to be the same player. Hmm. What about I, I, uh, sorry, go on.
0: Grand Theft Alvarado? you like him?
1: Yeah. A bit small. Yeah, bit of a novelty. Yeah. Yeah, but look, hey, look, my concern with them is, that, well, there's a couple of fronts. I think McCollum is their point guard. Do you think they might run into a little bit of trouble with the fact they don't actually have a point guard point guard?
0: If you'd asked me this three to five years ago, I'd hand on heart say. But having said that, I don't necessarily think it's going to be he has played a lot next to Dame and whenever he was out he would miss Blazers and he's had that just a just under half and basically being their point guard Um, yeah I don't think he's a smart player and oh yeah I not it won't won't really hurt them as much that out in a point guard as they would like to have but there's more what is behind him
1: playing in that I just think they've got a couple of slight roster clunks and so that previous mentioned possibly around not having a pure point guard, now, which might be helpful when you've got Ingram and Williamson running the lane. And the other slight clunk is Zion, Valentinus. Let's just see how that looks. Mm. Well, I guess, yeah, uh, I wonder
0: with the seeming, seeming Valentinus's even... range. Um, oh, yeah. Will be setting up in the post with Zion's? Does as, Valentinus? As you know, pop out the three-point as a kick-out, clearing uh, some space, dragging the big man away against it. he
1: He can pop the odd, odd three, obviously, and I think they really do need that because the other roster weakness is three-point shooting. The glaring issue for It is. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably becomes prob- it becomes more problematic into the postseason. I think it yeah, will yeah, be a very good reg- regular season team.
0: This team finished thirty.
1: 36- yeah.
0: Finished 8. In the plane. Might Can they can they get six? I think that would that's their goal. Will they reach that? I I'm going to go forty and forty-two. My prediction for their record.
1: Yeah, so yeah, they came eighth last season. Actually, had a considerably worse record than the Clippers, mm. but it was. You know, they had a bit of a run there. But I still think they're going to finish eighth, but they'll be better. And that's partly because of the fact that all these other teams have improved. They've added players. They've got players coming back. It's going to be more competitive in that part of it, but they'll pick up a lot of wins from the, from the dregs. So I still think they'll be eighth. I do think they'll be better. And they'll be a hell of a first-round matchup for whoever they end up playing.
0: They're a scary team in that. That playing group, she going through it last season before it. Obviously, CJ's sort of been there, that realm of, of playoffs before, and you know, that sort of helps. But this, you know, might hamper them. But getting that little taste of it uh, certainly might fire everyone up. To you know, we do they make the eight? I'm going to say maybe.
1: What are you saying? Are you talking about whether they'll win the play-in? Yes. I think they'll win their plan because it, that would be my guess. Um, because I, I, well, I'm sort of saying a prediction before we get to them, but I've got the Lakers at nine. So if the Pelicans matched up with them, I think, I think the Pelicans, you know, or whoever, because how, how does the, <laughs> I'm having a complete blank. Uh, seven how does plays the, 10, and eight plays nine. Uh, seven plays 10, sorry. Eight, and eight plays nine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right in saying that, yeah. So I'd have eight and nine. So they'll be playing the Lakers. I think clean up the Lakers. So I do think they'll get this their playoff spot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I maybe, but I wouldn't be surprised if they. Yeah. Strange things can happen. With the Pelicans now wrapped up, we, the San Antonio Spurs. See Waking me up Spurs when it's time. over. Ah, oh, very much so. I look at this roster. It's hard not to heave.
1: Yeah, I was I started reading the roster and I fell asleep halfway through.
0: Yeah. I mean you know got, we, often, got nice we often talk about go, oh, sorry go on. yeah I mean they've got Devin vassell who I'm very much like um they've got uh where is his face uh, Kendra if they ship him off get some uh some picks or likes other than that,
1: God, that's tough. look we talk about watching some of these teams early on in the season uh before the full tank well. The full tank has started, so I'm not yeah. even sure if I'm going to bother with this. That is a horrendous roster. Yeah. There's very little of interest here. Um, maybe Keldon Johnson. I, I, I like him. I'll just see how he goes. Uh, he's also, on my, you know, from a fantasy point of view, he's. if you're into fantasy basketball, that's interesting. But other than that, I, I'm not seeing much worth watching here.
0: Yeah. I mean, some games here to there that you might... Yeah, uh, just see how they're going, but subjecting not going to be
1: good for one's health. They're having a huge brawl to finish last. Yeah.
0: So I guess uh, they they win twenty games.
1: Uh, seventeen. Yeah, they're garbage. Yeah, and they want to be garbage, and they might even get rid of a couple more players who are half decent.
0: Really do at this stage but you know for finally embracing it all properly uh, hopefully pop straight it uh, stays true to us all this year
1: <laughs> thrusting in rookies <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> thrusting them into the fire and getting minutes getting it's because and then and then
1: you can coach the first year of Wimbanyama and then retire yeah so yeah
0: that's uh, the southwest division a nice short sharp spur and now we roll into the Northwestern Division. Welcome some bodies back. Junior, Jamal Murray. Why on earth they fucking beyond... I shouldn't even yeah, be I know. Okay.
1: Shouldn't be in the league. Baffling.
0: Utterly, utterly, utterly. The fact that he's... Dwight Howard's not at present. Not that that's
1: much better, but... No, I know, but... The, uh, Dwight Howard is a bit of a... Bit of comic relief at this point in time, but... It, I, it, it's DeAndre Jordan meh I don't know, must have photos of what he how he how he's I mean, he was washed ashore like four years ago. Yeah,
0: when he got traded from next
1: uh, Oh, Jesse. even at the Mavericks he was a complete yeah.
0: embarrassment. Yeah, he started quitting then and then it became evident this guy's done. However, he's yeah. still around.
1: <laughs> it's too much time spent talking about DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. But I need to I need to see from these guys first, although I do think they're gonna be really good. they are obviously two really key players coming back after long layoffs, so it could be a slow start, but when your anchors Jokic the floor is uh quite high. So I think they're gonna I think they'll end up they're gonna pace this and I think they're a really smart team, they're a smart coach, they'll pace it well, they know it's not gonna be a raging hot fast start. I don't think these guys are gonna take a bit of time. But yeah. I think they can achieve that.
0: And having Contavius Cobwell Pope be quite nice for them as well as having Bruce Brown. Gonna help them out in ways that are probably a little bit lacking in some areas. Uh, they did finish four sixth last year. Um the guys coming back and um Bruce Brown I think yeah, that fourth, fifth spot is certainly not out of the question.
1: This is one of the teams that I've got as as a considerable improver. I've got a few that I, I've got a few that have dropped down, but I think these guys are going to be 50, 54 wins, and they're going finishing second in the conference. Yeah, I just I think they're a well rounded team. They'll get there. There's a couple of good additions additional to the guys coming back from injury. And Jokic is in his absolute peak.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, obviously, we haven't gone through. But do you see even the West winning sixty plus games? Like, you?
1: no, no, I don't.
0: Yeah, I, I don't no. either.
1: Um, no. So there is a bit of redistribution of those wins. You know, the Suns' sixty-four wins. I think they'll fall back from that, and this. You know, those wins need to be uh, divvied out elsewhere.
0: Yeah, it'd be what they do with Bones Highland if he's going to have starts here and there, rest nights for Jamal Murray, will he points, which I think is inevitable. Just um, not a bad third option in Ash Smith, who's teams now.
1: Yeah, I think he, he must be pushing the record for uh, teams that he's played on. And when you combine him with Jeff Grant, they must have almost the whole league covered. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of us. Ask- a lot of gear. Yeah, I think Bones Highland will do all those roles. There'll be spot starts. He'll play alongside him, and then that there'll be there'll be plenty of Ishmith as well. And mm. I, I know I know he's a pretty effective player, and a lot of people know that. But he's a bit more, a bit more on the spotlight this season, and I think he will prove that he's a very good um, he's a very good backup. Uh, and the, the one
0: player we haven't brought up that we both do not have very high opinions of an Aaron Gordon.
1: Who? Exactly. Yeah. He's a little bit too obsessed with the dunk contest and how he thinks he was slighted. Who cares? It's he is ass.
0: He will be eternally ass hurt about
1: It's ridiculous. He? Didn't he make some documentary or some shit about it? Who cares? He did. But
0: yeah. Yeah. Maybe he just needs some more. With all the uh, photoshopping to make it read it.
1: This is all about the brand. Is exactly. a jump shot? Yeah. Old man waves at Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I admit that.
0: Here, we now roll into a team I have Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean I I mean I have them here's the thing though. I do have them improved. So they were seventh. They ended up getting that seventh spot, right? Yeah. I haven't finished I I have them much improved, I have them finishing sixth. Which you know, it doesn't sound like a big improvement. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it sort of is, and it is an improvement, but it's also not. I, I mean, I think they'll be a hell of a lot better. I have a lot of or questions. The
0: would we'll be very.
1: Yeah, and I think they will. But my, most emotions about them are, are playoff-based questions. You know, has Go- had some of his uh, playoff issues, right, that we all know about. Uh, but what about Towns? He's a playoff flop? these guys there's a lot of guys who have some pretty serious playoff questions uh edwards was he played well obviously at the beginning of that series but i also think the other thing to watch out for is this team is going to shift to be anthony edwards team and it's been cat's team how does that that dynamic
0: play out that was uh already said particularly in the in the playoffs that he is Ant's team just not officially? Um, not quite yet.
1: not it isn't quite yet. But I think I think Cat is a bit of a pouty fucking baby, and well, I'm just going to be interested in how how that goes.
0: The evidence is there that to confirm that, and uh, he's not bothered about it. I mean, he might come out and act like he's not bothered. It'll show on the court.
1: But, I think I think you're exactly right. It'll show on the court. He'll say the right things because um, he often talks up a real good game. And he has done that for a while. He, he talks it up. He says some weird things, but he's a little bit of a James Harden light. Um, yes. The big man James Harden out there in the playoffs and in combination with the Gewehr, the you know, matchup stuff in the playoffs that, that just leaves me a little worried about them when it, when it gets down to it. Now, they maybe, obviously, it's the first year that they've thrown this team together. Maybe there is that first season of growth. And after that, a couple of tweaks, and they'll be better and stronger for it, maybe. Uh, but that just worries me with regards to them this season. Yeah, I mean,
0: it will be interesting to see how many minutes and towns. Sorry, Cat and towns. Yeah. Both Cat <laughs> and uh, Rudy are on the court at the same time because my initial more than fifteen and at a stretch
1: twenty minutes in a game. Oh, I think it'll be more than that. I think they complement each other reasonably well. Plus, they were a garbage rebounding team.
0: Well, but when you've got being dragged out to more now, yeah, yeah, and that's that's I mean, yes, teams are just going to attack Cat from the three point Well,
1: it one would be interesting. What how about this for a good example with when they play Milwaukee just in the regular season? So, yeah, okay, go and the up on Brooklope Lopes. Is, is town's going to guard Giannis? Because that's the matchup. I don't uh, think so.
0: I know know who's going to win.
1: Towns can barely defend, like
0: even like middling power (laughs) (laughs) forwards. He can't even defend eighteen. He'll have you (laughs) believe that he can and make it look as though he is.
1: Yeah. So there are those questions that that that. that. But if they're both playing, I don't know. I suppose if they're thirty-two minutes a game, yeah, there will be sometimes. Obviously, one's off, the other one's gotta be on. That will happen a lot. But, so it'd be interesting to say they were playing the Bucks, and
0: it would go be play many minutes if they don't put Kyle Anderson on these.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as I was saying it, I was thinking that as well. That that probably is the matchup. Yeah, but then I don't know, guys have egos. That's that's a tough one to to swallow. Uh, you know what? I think obviously this team has made major moves, and they've had a. Lot of, there's been a lot of talk about them, but I think they. Are going to lose in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they uh,
0: slow mo. They get go bear. It's always good for a comical fake injury off a turnover. Um, interesting to see what they get out of uh, Jalen Dowell's And yeah. can Nazreed kick on from.
1: Well, where mi- Where is minutes going to come from?
0: I mean, he is a little bit smaller than um, Towns. So, that whilst range isn't as good I'm trying to find the minutes trying to win those games Nazarene
1: and... really has been one of those cult hero type players at the end of a roster and I love watching him play he gives guys like Adams a world of trouble oh yeah yeah he he just he just kills it. don't forget they've got to find 10 minutes a game for Luke Garza yeah I <laughs> <laughs> actually kind of so, like him I,
0: I liked him when he was yeah. playing on Detroit and, and hopefully he, he can find some rotational minutes from time to time spacing and you know, he can shoot,
1: yeah he can't shoot. Yeah he's what what happened is is Tyler Hansborough put on a mask and um, <laughs> got redrafted and he's tricked everybody he's just reemerged with yeah. um, under a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so where, where have you got them on if they're gonna be finishing okay. so are you putting them yeah. fifty wins?
1: No, I got them forty nine wins and six and losing in the first round. Yeah, that would be big call, I think. The Suns. I do have them playing the Suns. Yeah. Be very interesting. And in i got games. seven games, seven game series, but but um, I do have Cat having an eight point three rebounding, three rebound uh, the disaster in game seven.
0: Some <laughs> of the crowd to be quiet with eight minutes. <laughs> okay,
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so he'll be shushing he
1: everyone up... when they're up one in the third. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that that concludes
0: the uh, the temple, the epitome of tanking.
1: Yeah, probably don't need to spend much time on these guys. These guys are gonna suck, and it's by design. Yeah. Josh Giddy probably plays fifty-five games. SGA fifty-five, all by design. Uh, interested to see how. Yeah.
0: Uh, L E N the gun from right. Santa Clara. He's, he's so far in the preseason. Yeah, a pretty a pretty good draft. Uh, um, other than
1: that, uh no. Uh yeah, but he did look good in you know the summer leagues and the preseason. This is probably one of those teams where they're worth watching early on when Giddy and SGA are playing and Lou Dort probably. I'm a yeah. little bit interested in how Osmond Jing goes because he got he got kind of shit on after a really crap summer league. But he's had a couple of okay games. And at the end of the day, he's you like blame it on the ball. breakers, for sure. I blame it on the breakers, for sure. They had a bit of stink. They had to shake off him. But he can shoot, and he's a massive guy. And they're fully invested in giving him a lot of time. So the, it'd be worth watching them. When they, when they are intact, watching them, I just feel like, give it a month. And then every time we watch them, there'll be one or two key players not playing.
0: Yeah. And, and interesting to see. see it, it seems to be sort of slow. Obviously, Very slowly. Not going to college and going to work for New Balance and then coming you don't get to see Chet this year. Um Sucks. guess if they're gonna win when they might see a lot of point poker.
1: <laughs> point poker. <laughs> I don't mean he's gonna get heaps of time, but with Chet out, this team's on pause. Um and they'll end up being in the frantic race to the bottom. And just can you just trade
0: Get to sell example, meaningful basketball.
1: Oh, do you know? I can't remember who had the thought It might have been Simmons, but he made the. I never thought about this, but there should be a thing where you can loan a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what? There's never been a more perfect player that would suit being loaned somewhere where you can actually play meaningful basketball. Yeah, loan him if the team, like, traded a late first round pick to have to loan a player. Wouldn't that be fun? Because he's just playing meaningless games and being kind of told to sit out with fake injuries. So.
0: Yeah, just fucking. It's incredibly frustrating knowing how good he is and the direction the team's going. It's it's really cross. He is only. He's going to turn twenty.
1: Yeah, and then they'll be like, "Oh, he's aged out of our core. We have to trade him." Dumb.
0: But I guess yeah. Um, I'm going sixteen.
1: Oh, 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good.
0: Yeah, that's lofty.
1: Uh, what did you have what did you have the Spurs at?
0: I had them at seventeen.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, same. Okay, so I've got the Thunder a tiny bit better than that. Just because if Giddy and SGA do play sixty games each, they're gonna be better than the Spurs and the Jazz. And maybe even Houston. I still think the win total will be absolutely pitiful. Yeah. But and I know they're gonna be part of Tankapalooza, but I actually put Houston, Utah, and San Antonio below them. Coin flip between them and Houston, probably. But, I don't know, something like 22 wins. Yeah. or well, maybe even the same as what they were last year, 24. There's kind of a difference between 24 and 16, so you're pretty low on them. But, you know what? It's a fine line with these guys between 24 and 16, because all it takes is one guy in the backcourt and significant time, fake yeah. or otherwise. It completely alters the number. So, so it's a little hard to predict that. Well,
0: yeah, I guess that's enough time spent on Okay, Team I'm quite interested to see. Um, don't have great expectations. Team to keep an eye on his Portland Trailblazer.
1: God, oh, do you reckon? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I mean, i say keep an eye on the meaning and the loosest. You know, Dame coming off that surgery for a number of years. Him getting that rest that he probably needed. Uh, does Anthony Simons actually form that he played without? uh Jeremy Grant, decent, played well last year. Hopefully, that can uh,
1: played, played well in a very, very, very different context. though.
0: Mm. Well, yes, there is that. Um, you know, how many games are you going to get? Urkic um, probably comes. They'll be fighting to make the.
1: I've got them eleven. Struggling. I've got them eleven, missing the plan. And the only reason they're not lower is because there's four teams who complete shit show below them. I think this team's gonna suck. I think, I think they have the worst depth in the league.
0: Yeah, looking at that chart, uh, it's um, yeah, it's quite alarming. And they were twenty shut down. Newark. Dame was gone. Have they got yeah. six games of them to be there? maybe twelfth? I think
1: is about right for them. Yeah, yeah. to finish um, twelfth would mean that one of Oklahoma, Houston, or Utah or Spurs would finish above them. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. But they might have a wee battle with the Kings for the last uh play in spot. And there might be a couple of periods of time during the season where they're you know, they're teams like that may, you know, might go back and forth a little bit in the standings. Um, but I think they're gonna reach a point where it's probably better to just not. Yeah. And I think their lack of depth is gonna kill them.
0: You know, hurt. But, you know, it's all in a way by desire, not that Dame's getting any well, Even when, when you say by
1: the, it's uh, not sorry,
0: good.
1: I don't know, but by design, it's confusing though because they're still acting like they're trying to be good. They signed Jeremy Grant, who oh, I think is massively overrated after one high-scoring season. Yeah, Josh Hart, guys like that. Signing Gary Payton, what are they really doing? They're, they're, it's almost like they're trying to be. I'll
0: tell you what they're trying, trying to be half decent, and who they're trying to. Be. Who is the mid twenty ten?
1: Is that is that a group you want to be emulating? Yeah, I'm trying no. to
0: stay relevant.
1: Yeah, I guess that happens though, when you've got a guy like Lillard on the roster, you can't you can't actually just fully bottom out. You have to. It is it is a tough spot to be in. A little, slightly aging superstar, but it leaves a little bit of limbo. And this is, this season is a real definition of a limbo season. I just don't think I don't think they're going to be any good. Very little interest in watching a team like this. A little bit of a sniff of interest in in Anthony Simons, obviously Lillard, but other than that, not much going on here.
0: Back all, and then
1: yeah,
0: rolling into the Utah Jazz.
1: Oh boy, are you ready for some Markman?
0: After last season, for a Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: ready. I'm ready for twenty two and ten.
0: interesting to see them and I, I'm a big fan of Jim. so I, I do like watching and play so I might myself to it uh obviously they want to get off con definitely looking forward to seeing uh Oche Abaji um <laughs> Taylor Horton Tucker, um
1: yeah well he obviously this is the laker overexposure syndrome um yes. which he was diagnosed with um <laughs> And that's not going to be the case now. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, this guy can't shoot. So, who cares? Yeah, you go for security. Yes. Yeah, now he's battling with Johnny Zhuang Zhu Zhang for a spot at this small fort. It's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: And how much does Pantino
1: Linux play? So or do they move in again, quickly? Pantino?
0: Mr. Pantino Oh,
1: okay. Well, they move him quickly. They only just acquired him. Nah. They'll, they'll move
0: Rudy Gay before they move on. Uh, well, I mean, Rudy Gay's. I don't a know. We'll I, probably command of it more in terms of a trade. He's very much on his last.
1: Oh, I know. It's just that they only just acquired a yeah. long, so and I don't know. And he's 36. Um, you know, with the sexton comment that he made before, I guess as long as Conley's on this team... Like a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, he averaged twenty-four and whatever it was, and for the Cavs that year, and it was a massive statistical year." That's was not going nice to happen. It? Was that it, right? Was it nice to watch it? No, but, but it as long to. as as long as Conley's on this team, he's coming off the bench. Yeah, but of course.
0: Yeah, that are they going to start Conley and Sexton, or are they just going to gradually just ease him into
1: it? Oh, he'll be yeah. off the bench. I think again, just as his
0: clerks in there as.
1: Yeah, and they've got this minutes for Malik Beasley, Clarkson, maybe even Alexander Walker. But uh, to hop on far a uh, fantasy again, people are like drafting six and so high, desperately hoping for twenty four and eighty. And that's not going to happen yeah, in this current nah. situation. And believe me, they, they've been trying to trade Conley. It would have been yeah. great if they could trade him before, but they weren't able to. Yeah. So I don't know that he's going to be on this team probably until the trade deadline and maybe finish out the season.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he finished out this on vacation like Albert, Yes. Uh, yeah, that's OPC. right. Yeah, said and he's then. he got that 24 million, um, 14, 14 million Sayonara.
1: Yeah. That's entirely too much time on the Utah Jazz.
0: Yeah. All right. Pass off Utah. Lexi. Um, you think about all the teams that are in it. It will start off with DJs.
1: You know, I think. The only question is, like, can they overcome or deal with Drummond and Paul situation? That that's the question. If you're somebody who thinks they can overcome that, then they may well be favourites. But if you feel that that's going to be just almost impossible to get over, which I think is a legitimate thought, then that is a possibly a terminal thing for that team. I think that's the bellwether question: Can they deal with that? Can they get past it? They might just, I know they got out on the court yesterday and they did their little handshake routine at the mid-court and it all kind of looked okay, but if somebody, like, they got punched in the face and his family's pissed. Mm. Imagine that happened in any other situation. How do you just pretend like it never happened and continue on? It's just a really, really weird situation.
0: I think that they'll get past it, but it'll never be forgotten. Something might arc up again. Not, not that I want that to happen, um, but I. Draymond does something. Uh, I think Golden State will. And I see they mm-hmm. locked up um, by Paul and Wiggins' yeah. extensions. Yep. Um, I think Wiggins took a discount. Certainly earned it. He's probably by far the best player. If you count, from the he was probably. Consistently their best
1: player. Yeah. consistently Golden State's best player? Yeah. Wiggins.
0: No, I'd agree with that. I mean obviously the games, with Curry, there were games for Curry, they're bad games from Wiggins had a bad game here or there, but I just found it the most consistent the didn't,
1: you, thing. didn't you say didn't you feel that Wiggins was finals MVP? I did. Or was it? You did. Oh man, oh and I cannot get down with that. Each to their own. Certainly should have been the West. Robin oh, that's man. right. They've got those awards, eh? Yeah, they've got all the fucking yeah, but yeah. I no, think you're, you're seemed... right. It was it was awesome. In it. it was really good in the days. He was with the Dunk of the Year too. So he was, uh, he was awesome. You know who I think might be, going to get some sneaky, uh, effective minutes? Ty Jerome.
0: Hmm. Nice little pickup. They put him on.
1: I don't know. I'm not sure what the that situation yeah, is. Yeah, I just think he's in a
0: two-way. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, yeah,
1: has got a little bit of game to his game.
0: Yeah, he's it's definitely a competitor, that's for sure. He doesn't back down and with uh, it. Uh, so, do we think 53 and 29? Yeah. Largely without core four playing together for most of the season?
1: Yeah, so I am going to answer my own questions at the beginning of this, and I, I think they're going to be 58, 59 wins, and the number one team. Yeah,
0: I think that um, and yeah, I think they're odds-on favourites to really go seven. With. Oh, I think
1: teams. I think Milwaukee could go seven with them. Yeah, um,
0: I think the longer it goes for them,
1: it's. You know what I think's huge for Golden State is their centre platooning of Looney and Wiseman is is massive because if Looney's twenty-five minutes a game, Wiseman plays the rest. I think I think Wiseman's going to be effective. That, that's, mm. a, that's a huge thing to just rotate in a guy like that. Let alone the minutes that Draymond will fill at center as well. Yeah, I think and that's a big improvement. Klinger. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I, I can't see this team later playing their best basketball. You, you can't not watch, even though their fans are in suffer. Um, some beautiful basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got them. I don't know. I don't know whether have them as overall title favourites. I'm not sure. Probably, possibly. The number one that we at, at this stage. Yeah, I think I would mm. not yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. They haven't.
0: So
1: Yeah, but we just when we do these previews like this, we just assume health. It's mm. otherwise you could say for every team oh injuries, this or that. You could say it for every team. We just have to sort of assume health. Although I'm gonna Kind of go against that in the next team, but anyhow.
0: Yeah, which we roll beautifully into the Who's going to be playing centre in a small lineup? Legitimate centre they have on their roster.
1: Yeah, oh, I could see Edmonton getting a little bit of time there. Maybe, Maybe Morris.
0: Morris. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. That.
0: This team has some profound depth.
1: Maybe, will it be? Is it, oh, it a yeah, well, oh, No, because I think the key guys are going to miss a lot of games. Hmm.
0: So, we think that 40 games?
1: At least. Think about Paul George. This is his last three seasons 48, 54, 31. He's 32 years old. Kawhi, 57, 52, 0. Yeah. He's 31. Kind of hard to imagine that both those line, the graph, the line on those graphs, just skyrockets up. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess if they get fifty games out of each of that,
1: would they fifty games? That's a tragically low thing to aim for. Oh,
0: it's but but, it's but not bad. wrong. Yeah. But, not, but not wrong. Yeah, the rest the rotation. You know the state of it. Shit. So, yeah, I mean they kind of got enough depth there to, um,
1: to a degree.
0: Is it going to hurt them? A
1: a big difference. There's a big difference in Paul George and Kawhi starting compared to Luke Kennard and Norman Powell. Uh, I'm glad that the I am glad that they're going with starter point guard. That came up. Seems like that's the decision. I think that's the right one. Um, it's just interesting to me that these guys are being thrown around a lot as being potential favorites to come out of the West. Um, I mean, it may, it, oh, look, it may happen, especially if everything aligns in the playoffs and
0: I don't think it's entirely a lofty.
1: No, but I just think it's
0: a a bit more far
1: fetched. I think it's somewhat far fetched. Look, I have them finishing fifth, and I've got this. This is probably the shocker call. I've got the finishing fifth and losing in the first round.
2: To the Grizz. To the Grizz. Wow. Yeah. Shocking.
0: Yeah. Round Mavericks Clippers matchup, which. um...
1: Oh, that would be History amazing. Would be a... It's possible in the four or five, either way. Clippers four or five—that that is possible. But I got the Clippers fifth because if you think about it, Golden State, the Nuggets. Pro- I mean, the Suns, this dysfunction. But I mean, so, obviously, the same. yeah, the Grizzlies. Some people are probably going to have. Some people might have the Timberwolves ahead in the regular season of the Clippers. But I know that some people have got the Clippers at at one. I'll I'll, I'll go fifth just because. The key guys are going to miss a lot of games. Mm. And it's disruptive.
0: Yeah. And I think that disrupt that's going to come in is going to be your Emir Coffey, Brandon Boston Jr., and the lights man. Now they're going to be used, going to be asked to come in and try and having a bone thrown here or there, um, which sort of validates your.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, there is some variance to their predictability, to the unpredictability, of course. But I would, I, yeah, I, I just can't see Kawhi playing more than fifty-five. Um, that's a little bit of a tough spot, mm. and just into I, especially, I probably overrate maybe the how disruptive or the consistency of that, or the lack of consistency. Roster consistency that that brings. Some people, yeah, you know, others might not feel that's quite uh, the same degree of issue that I do. Um, but in a in an ultra competitive West, I think that is important. Hmm.
0: So we'll roll on to the
1: the big brothers. Oh, yeah, the, the Los Angeles Lakers. Lol. Um, cool. Yeah, you go. You go. You 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 can take this first. Um start. Yeah, yeah. It's just got
0: it's got one's very aware of and don't need reminding but injuries to Anthony Davis. Hopefully there's not. We'd like to see him play more than sixty games in a season, which ones? Sixty,
1: 60, games, 60 games, in games in his career. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was he had a couple of back to back seasons of high seventies, I think. Uh, from him. We don't have the things in front, but when he was in uh, New Orleans, yeah. yeah, when he was, I think, season two, three, or three and four, or something like that. Yeah. Oh. But, but over the last four seasons, uh, 56, 62, 36, 40. Why, why are we expecting anything different? He's already missing games in the preseason. He's already having a whinge about playing the five some, yep. even though this, it, it, it's Talking not, he, the third he talks person. about, Oh, yeah. And in the third person, that's a red flag in itself. There's so many fucking flags. They're like a golf course. (laughs) The the thing is, he talks about the center position as if it's 1994 and he's having to defend Ewing, Shaq, David Robinson. It's a completely different picture. He's always whinging about this. The guy has a whinging mindset. He's a fucking punt. He is. He is. He is. is. He's a fucking punt.
0: Rod. I hope that he can. Remain healthy, I think. Miss some games. I don't have any. Provided that they are going well and tracking in the right direction, being competitive. Um, Once it starts to go downhill, I think is
1: rapidly. Look, I I think he's still getting his stats, but there's less impact. Mm. You know, huge, huge numbers, less impact, which is not surprising. That's right. But but we we haven't even we haven't mentioned the elephant in the room. It, yeah. as, as long as Westbrook's on this roster, I don't even want to hear about it. Yeah. The, the guy is a massive negative. Get him off the roster. And I see that they're actually in this awkward process of doing that, I think. Yeah. You know, the thing is they're uh, behind but,
0: closed doors and it's yeah. spilling out through disgusting bodies.
1: Well, they signed Beverly. Uh, they limited his minutes. They're now, today, he came off the bench and. They probably know damn well he's not going to take that well, and it will culminate in removing him off the roster one way or another, whether it's trade or stay home. And I think they will be better for it.
0: I mean, I'd, I'd much rather have Pat right now.
1: Oh, God. No, I, no, it's not even a question. If anybody says otherwise, then I'm watching the game close enough. That's the only time yeah. during these podcasts where I'll do that kind of comment. But if you think otherwise, you're not watching close enough. Yeah. They
0: see what they want to see, and they're not immersed well, themselves. Got or
1: you've gotten caught up in cult of personality, um, and, an and you need to look at things doubles. objectively. Yeah, yep. you need to look at things objectively. Westbrook is a massive negative. Patrick Beverly is a very helpful uh, a very helpful player.
0: And for cheap, coming back for another bite of the cherry, Thomas Bryant was an okay
1: pickup. Given oh, there's just so many injuries. And that's why they need AD to play the five. They're, well, they're I mean, backcourt, though. Overall, still a mess. Yeah, I
0: mean, but, Tom, Thomas Bryan, depending on how for. four. Um, in theory, but. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. everything else
1: is just garbage. You know what? For all that said, I'm going to bank on them dramatically reducing the, the Westbrook impact. Yeah. And it's I have no. Nice, yeah. Well, yeah, whatever shape or form that looks. I do think they're going to find, as as you get up to the trade deadline, there's going to be some desperation to unload some good yeah. players, other teams, a couple of de- decent rotation players, and they'll take on Westbrook with a view to not playing him at all. And that that may come up again closer to the deadline. Um, I think the Lakers would be better to just get, get rid of him as, as ASAP. But I, I just I just feel like, I've seen a couple of signs so far that they will maybe phase them out. There's obviously a million concerns for this team as it is, but I also think what helps them is all the tanking below them, uh, and that they're, they're gonna. They, I, I think they'll pick up some wins because of that, and I do think yeah. they'll bump them into the plan. What are they? Just, one in? one and yeah, yeah. That, well, yeah, you know, as I was saying, that I had that in the back of the mind, like. No, part of me is sort of, as I was saying that, part of me is like, no, 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 this team sucks. It's, yeah. it's, it gets, obviously, it gets way too much hype and talk about worth. it. For, the Bucks,
0: I think they were one of five. Yeah, but,
1: but a lot of those a, totally different games, those, a lot of those games are really, uh, there's a few close games that they had in that. Mm. I, I know it's prison and actually, you know, the last 20 minutes of the games are just a bunch of scrubs and the score's very random and doesn't mean shit. So I don't take too much into that but more thinking about last season and how this team was terrible. Yes. Um, and, and not there's been a little bit of change. Like they've got rid of these really old guys on their roster, which they naively thought would come in and be these really good 20-minute veterans. And I know, it just wasn't the case. So the, I do like that aspect of it. But I do think that the crappiness of the teams below boosts up their win total by a few, enough to get them into the play-in and lose.
0: Well, they're one run game, one game shy
1: Yeah.
0: So, on terms and Ben McMahon were saying that the have their picks,
1: what? Yeah, so they are going to be trying for it. Absolutely. And plus, I think they, maybe they do swing a trade like Turner and Held. And regardless of what do you think of those two players? Well, that's ex- exponentially desperate. Yes, yes, exactly. And it fills two very important slots on their roster. Uh,
0: time will tell on that one and whether or not that trade uh, ever eventuates. I think, obviously, Lakers fans would, some of them would probably be very much, why are you doing it now? Some of them would probably, like, brings us to the, the first place in the Western Conference last year, the Phoenix Suns.
1: Yeah, uh, good vibes only. Go on, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of bad vibes. Obviously, that Sava thing. How about yes. the end of the playoffs last year? What a bizarre situation. And then that super weird DeAndre Ayton Monty Williams situation. Uh, getting creamed by the Adelaide 36s.
0: Yeah, that was... 36 uh... <laughs> played really well.
1: Yeah. But also... Sort of a whole pile of threes.
0: They played them in a seven-game series whole issue with fucking pouty Crowder the office is fine, but what do they do to replace what Crowder
1: gave them? Well, I don't know. I don't know. And that's why one of the reasons, amongst many, why I have them finishing third and in the low 50s, uh, which is a bit of a drop from last season, 64. I think they've they've still got a huge amount of talent um, and a lot of talent that's played together. To that. Yeah, and they've got a lot of talent that's played together for a long time, mm. and I do like Cam Johnson moving into the starting lineup. So it's still going to be really good.
0: And I think really good. But if, they punt, just... if they do punt, if they do Crowder, Tori yeah. Craig will, I think, obviously, just have
1: instead of Crowder. I wonder what will happen with Crowder. I mean, is there a chance that, they, that he just ends up turning back onto the active roster on opening night, or is it done, dusted, and he'll just sit away well, until he gets traded?
0: the way he's carrying on. If I was the son, i would be like, well, this is just stay at home.
1: Oh, it's such a valuable piece for them, though.
0: He is. You know, going all public on it.
1: It's, yeah. It's quite unprofessional. Wasn't it solely about them deciding to start Cam Johnson? Because there's a lot of other bad shit going on with this team and franchise.
0: I think possible things. To take a stab at that, you know, him losing the starting position can, um, and yeah, it's just a really funky situation. And I think come opening night, he's either bought out,
1: well, bought out, well, I don't know. This maybe not from the beginning of the season, they're going to pay him a lot of money to not play.
0: Is it 10 million guaranteed? Though?
1: I don't know. I think is they'll at least take it up to the trade. Not? They'll at least take it up to the trade deadline to see if they can get something for him.
0: Yeah. But yeah. It's, yeah. I guess trying to find a team that's going to give something up for him then.
1: Oh, exactly. I mean, they got him over a barrel. Why would you give up much for a situation when you know that the Suns are stuffed in? So, it's, it's, it's a really tricky spot for them. That crowd has put them in, but I don't know, I don't really feel all that sorry for them because they shit the bed in the playoffs. Sava's a dickhead. Yeah, And I don't know, I feel like I put a bit more blame on Monty Williams on the Aiton thing. He's the grown-up in the room.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, we can sort of, we see and interpret what we see and, as you're in the day-to-day. And there obviously no. must be something bringing sort of came came to a head was Aiden almost unplayable? Maybe man who had, by all accounts, but if oh, yeah, yeah, off yeah, the floor, what do you do?
1: I don't know. I guess you tried the tough love angle, and maybe it doesn't always work with each person. I don't know. There has been some talk, obviously, that a bit of immaturity, weakly. a little bit, a little bit immature. Maybe I don't know. I feel bad even. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're like you say. They're, they're the ones that they're there every day. They see them every day. Mm. So this I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that we don't really know quite what's going on. Whether it's the Crowder thing or the agent thing, and even the bizarre end into the playoffs. This this like yeah, about how oh, after the team had COVID, what were they doing? Were they playing with COVID? What what was going on there? Why did they just collapse like that? That was one yeah. of the most insane games I'd ever seen in my basketball watching lifetime. I just feel like there's stuff there. That we don't, that we don't quite know about, eh? Like it just seems very bizarre on a number of fronts.
0: I guess, yeah, fortunate and unfortunate.
1: Yeah. So we, yeah, you got them yeah, third. we don't. You got them? I've got them third. Where do you have
0: them? Maybe even fifth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's possible. Uh, yeah, I give them a bit of sort of leeway with the continuity and the overall talent. Mm. But, yes, there are some fundamental issues there that I could see that be the case, yeah.
0: I guess bringing us from the outside at the moment seems to be putting something together and whether it works.
1: Yeah, I think they're a low-key, feisty league pass team.
0: Yeah. Very, yeah. very excited how Darren fought from what he did in the second half of the last season. And They get very excited to watch Keegan Murray.
1: Oh, I am too. I I think he looked terrific in that um, summer league. And actually, I had a look at his... I don't watch college basketball more these days, but after he had that really good um, early run in the uh, summer league, I was was looking at his stats from Iowa. Second year, it was 23.5 a a game, two blocks, 1.3 steals, 8.7 rebounds, 55% from the field, and uh, 30 well, 40% from three. I mean, he's just an absolute yeah. juggernaut.
0: <laughs> numbers and
1: yeah, the numbers are they were incredible. And he looked polished,
0: he does. He, he, he very, very ready just yeah. in the way he controls himself on the court and how things seems forced with him. It's like he's he's seeing the game in slow mo.
1: I think, I think there's some okay depth here. I think the is study five finished? is. Yeah, yeah, uh, Barnes is still there. Malik Monk was Vadova, No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> Rashawn Holmes, guys, guys like that, Me Too, Trey Lyles. There is, there is they some the depth trail. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. There, there is some depth there. I think, I think there'll be a pretty good league pass team, and I think they'll make the play-in. That's not the playoffs. Yeah. I, we cannot call the play-in the playoffs. It is not um, if you win your plan thing and make the playoffs, then you made the playoffs. So making the plan is a separate thing. So thirty I got and
0: fifty-two finishing. last year. 13 and, and
1: 52. In 12. they are twelve.
0: Yeah. So yeah, remove the Jazz, who forty-nine yeah. and thirty-three, so yeah. completely wipe them out. It then pushes them up into the eleventh.
1: Remove the Spurs.
0: Oh, sorry, and remove the Spurs. Ten.
1: And Hocus Pocus 10th. and th- and that is quite simply the maths. Yeah. Um, they'll be better. They'll win more than thirty games. Uh possibly mm. thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six. I think I'm, like that.
0: I'm taking the thirty-six.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, thirty-six, something like that. They'll and they'll make tenth. Um, they, you know, that would mean. Look, I have the Lakers ninth, uh, tenth. That seventh, I have Dallas. They'll get creamed, but it's progress.
0: I'm done. Taking- I don't know if I've just got design a design i downed an entire piece. Yeah, just looking at the Western Conference, I don't know if it's been adjusted for playing or whatever happened, um, standings. And at 8th, it says New Orleans Pelicans, 36 and 40, 42 and 40.
1: Yeah, that's because the result yeah. of the... of the, the playing.
0: Yeah, I, I, think I thought that's what that was. I thought it just, yeah. just seems strange, like, what?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had seen that. Um, yeah, it would be. But I, I think, because what what reached the plan last year, 34 wins, it, it, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be a little bit higher to reach that, but 36, I think there'll be a line, a bit of a line between 10th and 11th. Some There may be some King fans out there who would feel, well, maybe we're better off not even making that.
0: I know
1: Hugh would not no, in that case. No. No, and I, I I actually totally understand that. They've been they've not been good for so long. I, I think they've got they've got their high draft pick. Improve. They're still gonna have they're still gonna have good reasonable odds at a at a good pick. Because I do think they'll make tenth, they'll lose That's guess, still the lottery.
0: I guess in retrospect, as much as I still think that an all time pissing your pants thing. But I'm not ready
1: to say I'm not ready to say all time
0: Yeah. But what I'm about to say on that is that I think they needed to pull the trigger on that that's not being a bottom three team in the West and, and getting his cousins and I don't know how that ended up uh, in the I guess they had to give up Halliburton in order to get Sabonis. I think that, that that had to be it.
1: Well the frustrating thing when hearing that is they did it to themselves. Yes. They had a point guard, they picked another point guard, turns out he's really good. And mm-hmm. then oh look, in a vacuum, yes, of course I'd rather have had a Um but let's just see how you know maybe he averages twenty four and ten this year and it'll be clear and obvious. But Sabonis has copped a probably a lot of undue flack the last so. six months. Yeah. He's a very good player, he's got some flaws. Um, 100% Yeah Oh you do He goes hard But He's got some He does have some pretty big flaws Uh, Still rather have Halliburton But Let's just see How the season goes Uh, I think um, The measuring stick isn't wins Between the Between the Kings and the Pacers, Of course However It's It's more Is that pairing of Fox and Sabonis Effective And on the improve They've proven somewhat effective but let's say in the in the context of having a guy like Keegan Murray alongside, and presumably trying to make make that make that plan, in. they're starting
0: projecting. their starting starting like Darron Fox, probably put her in there, Barnes, Murray. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably.
0: This gives you you wouldn't
1: you wouldn't, you wouldn't put Della over at the two.
0: Well, uh, shots are maybe inclined.
1: Tempting. Tempting. No, I think that probably is their starting lineup. up uh, Malik Monk, Monk, um, first man off the bench, first guard off the bench.
0: And Davion but I think they've got Holmes as well. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like they'll probably get round to sorting that out.
1: But uh, I think if if Barnes is off the court, I think they can actually have Herta and Monk on their wings. Yeah. I guess. And even um, Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray. What... Mm. At times are we
0: potentially gets moved why any money
1: yeah I mean, are you probably gonna, wa- probably wants a bigger role
0: no doubt but
1: um, but, but is that realistic though is he a starter in the league? No, I don't think so No.
0: they've just got such a log jam there, it's sort of just somewhere in between I
1: don't know. I, don't know. I don't know it's a useful backup.
0: And they got Trey Lyles, Quita. Yeah. Um, is Me, too? Pala? Me too. Me um, too. Power Forward centers. I think the next one yeah. I want to have yeah, a word with them.
1: I think there's a bit of a pecking order with those guys though. Namias Quiter, I mean second year guy, third string. Me too as well. Uh, I mean there is a bit of hierarchy to that. So it's, I don't think it's I don't think it's too much of a bad thing. See how they go. Yeah, they'll be fun on League Pass.
0: Yep, I think they will. Yep. But at least for, or hopefully, for largely most of the season and not just the, the bet, who's going to push for that last sort of spot um, come the play. That's um, The Kings might have got there, but turned out it ended up being a better watch. Uh, yeah. See the Pelicans go the Kings, but it's good to see the Kings.
1: Well, they've still got Vivek, so don't speak too soon. This is true. Well,
0: that wraps up our Western Conference preview. We'll be uh, bringing you a... Mike, and we'll be talking again in a couple of days.
1: Always good. Appreciate it. Talk then.
0: Hope you like listening. Uh, give us a shout-out or if you've got any questions that you want uh, throughout the season. Catch you,
1: Good. The East. The
0: East. We are previewing the East and uh, we have done the West and both will be up for your pleasure uh, in the very near future hopefully just before tip off Um, so we're just going to cover the three divisions within the East as we have done with the West, just sort of briefly going through uh, some teams a little bit more in depth than others. Um, So we will start with the Central Division and we will start with the Milwaukee Bucks who I think personally sh- should make the finals um, and while not much has changed their, uh, their continuity and their not having a great pre-season not that it really matters I, I just can't not see them be top three in the East um, they've got a lot of depth across the board which has you know, served them well over the last couple of years and I think you know, Skyes. Element for this team, I don't really see any regression, uh, but we do know Coach Bud can be a little bit too hard-headed at times for his own good. But I think it has been shown he can adjust at times.
1: So maybe a little bit of age-based regression around the fringes, perhaps um, yes, perhaps. Drew, Holliday, well, not not so much Drew Holiday, but George Hill, Wes Matthews, Brook Lopez. Still so got Sergio barker on the roster just a little you know what i mean just a, a little bit of regression around those edges um i feel like the addition of joe Engles is getting a bit too much pub because he looked pretty washed even before the acl yes no, i'm not i'm not as carried away with that one as a lot of people are in theory it's a it's a good fit but people are, i think it's just getting talked about a little bit like it was. Four like years it's ago. a
2: game changer,
1: yeah. Well, like it's... like it's four years ago, Joe Ingles from the Jazz—they're not getting even close to that. So I wouldn't get too carried away. But Absolutely. I suppose with the Middleton wrist injury as well, it was, should be ready for the start of the season. Then it was might miss two weeks. Now it's something more like a month. Hmm. Yeah, I just assume that's precaution and not something we need to be more worried about. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't think we need to be too worried about it. Uh, personally, I mean, obviously you are for your fantasy team with you drafting him and getting that dog crap news. But yeah, I'm a little
1: touchy about it. <laughs> a
0: bit touchy. <titty>.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean,
0: yeah, I am. I mean, uh, long term, I mean, as we see with all NBA teams these days, I mean, some grossly exaggerate that we're going to give them as much time to get healthy and ready that they're 100%, but I think that Middleton will come back at the right time and just you know, really it's that final cog just to get it humming on all cylinders and just be the juggernaut that they are in the East. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully he's back before uh, December.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he, regardless, I, I do have them as a Eastern Conference rep in the finals. Mm. Um, and I do. have I have finishing first in the East as well, taking home court through. I just think, you know, they had... The the way they ended last year, things might have been different if they had Middleton. I, I, so I still pick them as the as the favourite to come out. I just I worry maybe a little bit at the shooting guard position. I'm not sure that Grayson Allen is the answer. He, his shot just was awful in the playoffs. Sort of.
0: Yeah, even um, Pat Connaughton, for that matter, and that same yeah, sort of mould. I mean, I trust Pat more. Than I trust uh, Grayson Allen, but uh, it was very noticeable when one or both were playing badly, how much really affected them with the absence of um Chris Middleton. Who yeah, right yeah. In, in a fantasy sort of spectrum, you know is basically like a KD light in terms of what he does across the board, but you know even in real life, it is very, very noticeable when he goes in Fuego, as his nickname is that very, very hard to defend and just just puts that much more pressure on the defenses.
1: I'm I'm pretty excited about the potential of a matchup with the Nets at some point in the playoffs again because I was just reminded of it in the um in one of the preseason games when they played each other just the way I love the way Simmons defends Giannis it's and then you've got Durant and Giannis matching up and it's just they really go at it um I I love the way they match up So, potential for a first rounder there between those two, who knows. But, um, yeah, just watching that, even though it was pre-season, I think Milwaukee came running away with it, but it just kind of whet the appetite a little bit.
0: Yeah, very much so. And that's, I think that's all you can really sort of put on the bucks or say on the bucks I should say, is they're very much front runners for the East. Definitely hope that Nets rematch happens at some point, given how, crazy it went yeah uh, and uh with all being it that the units were a relative basket case at the time from where they really wanted to be but at the same time uh, you know working off the off the basis of an assumption that everyone's healthy it's just going to be an absolute gun series should they match up against each other wherever that may be
1: if they do yeah
0: which then we roll on to the Indiana Pacers. Obviously, not much going on here. Um, clearly tanking. You know, at what point do they move, actually move Heald and Turner uh, to really, really get themselves their best opportunity to get uh Victor. Probably the one brights, the one thing I actually want to watch on this team is how our well Halliburton goes. It showed us at the back end of last season when the trade happened for Sabonis that he is a um, He's a very good player, and with them getting uh, Benedict Mather in the draft, he you know, it's quite nice in the sort of summer league preseason. But overall, uh, that's probably about what all I've got with the paces. How about you?
1: Brick for brick, brick for Vic Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the that should be the slogan this season. Look, I think um, it's going to be a good season to find out about Mather and Jalen Smith, Isaiah Jackson alongside a little bit of Halliburton, because obviously it seems like a bit of a formality that Turner and Heald will go. Um, for that reason, need a whole bunch of wins. And so it's it's a fact finding year. I think Halliburton's going to top out at somewhere between 50 and 60 games, um, would be my guess. I can't see why uh, I see him playing more than that. Yeah, it certainly wouldn't so, help down the line. Uh,
0: but I guess, I'm just trying to remember what I was going to ask you about the paces. I'm sure it'll come to me at some point. But actually, that's what it was. Do you believe or do you think I should say that Indiana kind of have some leverage that kind of works against them in terms of trying to get off heel and turner as quickly as they can whilst trying to maybe exploit and put teams over a barrel when they're really desperate for them to try and mitigate their, their losses and wins?
1: it depends on the circumstance depending on the team who they're dealing with and what their needs or the desperation are is um come the deadline i mean if for some reason they're still on the roster you can just start sitting them mm. so i don't i don't really know the answer to that I, uh I we're sort of predicting the desperation to get off players like that they may not feel quite the same way but um
0: the longer yeah, they take I,
1: I the longer they take, it works potentially against them. Yes,
0: yes. But also, it can work to the advantage of other teams' desperation, and they've just got to find that balance of when's the right time to pull the trigger, or you know, send them send them to Cancun early.
1: Well, all it will take will be two teams in the hunt, and they'll sort of bid against each other, and that ups the price potentially. I don't know, although there's probably a bit of a ceiling to the price of those two players. I, yes. I'm not I'm not a massive fan of either of those two, to be honest. Um, so I can see why the Lakers would have been reluctant to part with those picks for two players like that, who I just think are average rotation NBA players.
0: Which, I mean, it'd certainly make the uh, Lakers a lot better, a lot quicker.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah.
0: But yeah, at, at what cost? Yeah. yeah Ultimately, what, what it comes down cost. to. Yeah. So that's the Indiana Pacers. Don't they be rolling to come all these Detroit Pistons? Yeah. Uh, I think this team can go either into the you know, brick brick for Victor or they're at the high end, they're on the fringe of a play-in. Um, I prefer them probably to edge more towards a Victor if they could, because uh, I think if they get into the play-in, it's kind of a potential wasted opportunity for a, a decent draft pick. But that said, I want to see more of Cade. I want to see more of Jaden Ivey as a rookie. What's happening with Isaiah Stewart, so on and so on. But they're,
1: yeah, they're, they're not making the plan because the tenth place team last year was forty-three and thirty-nine. Mm. Detroit, Detroit last year were twenty-three and fifty-nine. And most and of those ones coming on the, the back end of the season. Right. So you're talking about the idea of somewhere in the vicinity of a twenty-win improvement, of which I would. Everything on the fact that that's not going to happen, partly because I, they lost I don't, I don't think they. I don't think they have the talent to do so. Too young, and I'm not sure if they. That's exactly what they want at this point in time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I've I've got them looking at around about 27 wins.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty fair.
1: Yeah, and and sitting around about 12. Um, for me, the their thing this season is how do, do Cunningham and Ivy mesh. Can
0: they work together as a backcourt? Well, yeah, I I hope for all intents and purposes it does. And seeing that Jaden Ivey is very much a a team first player from everything I've seen and so forth, and his mum being a coach growing up and still currently being a coach of, you know, sort of team before personal accolades. And I... Yeah. I I remember about three to four times, three to four years from now, I think, you know, if it all stays together, it meshes well. Detroit's gonna have could have a pretty nice you know, five to eight year run, maybe contend at some point. I think that's what I'm looking forward to because you know not seeing Detroit in the playoffs and competing hard and you know getting as far as they can. It's been some time, so it'd yep. be nice to yep. see that back again.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, they've been down for a wee while. It feels like I think they've got some really nice because I really like beef stew. Yeah, I do too. Um, I think he's going to have a good year. Um, I wish Sadiq Bay would be able to shoot a little better. You know, first two yes. years in the league, forty point four and thirty nine point six. Holy shit! Um, it's that's going to have to be a dramatic improvement, otherwise, it's just not going to fly.
0: Yeah, and for him, it's it's that it's that shooting, that sort of offensive part. The the defense is, I would say, definitely there, to to a degree. He's, he's big man. He works hard, which is fine, and you know, hopefully the those, sorry, go on. Ho- hopefully the shot comes with more consistency. Getting it, to, you know, early 40s. You know, try to nudge it towards mid 40s if he can. But obviously, reps work that he needs to put in to make that happen. Uh, you know, should enable that.
1: I think he's one of those guys too that with better teammates as they get better, and even guys like Bogdanovich. Bagon, that will help him, you know, yes. just having guys who can space a little bit. That's why, on one hand, the Bogdanovich signing, it's kind of like, that's weird. What are they trying to do here? Um, because that's the kind of move you make when you're wanting to make, not just make the playoffs, but kind of be half decent. But mm-hmm. a player like that can actually be really helpful for Cunningham, an Ivy and Bay. He's a good Bogdanovich is a really good player, he's facing the floor, he's a veteran, so it's actually just helpful how help their development and, mm. and opening up the floor for them, regardless of what their goals are.
0: That's right. So yeah, I, that's probably about... Oh, I mean, I am interested to see how many games Jalen Duran gets for them as another one of their picks this year. Um, I'd imagine he probably spends most of his time in the G League, but he certainly seems fairly well-equipped to play NBA games a little bit of rawness to him but I guess if they're wanting to just continue and throw away the season like they should it's giving him more time obviously not to neglect uh, Beef Stew's time I think that there's probably games where they'll play together in stretches which will be you know a searching process for them which will be great
1: they could they absolutely could I think this is a classic team where you get your league pass watching in in the first half of the season yes um, because if you get any time you see their lineup when they do have Cade, Ivy, uh, Stewart, Duran, everybody playing, that's the time to watch. Because I do think there's going to be times as the season goes on where there'll be one or more of those guys um, out. Because I think they are going to get to a point where it's going to be more beneficial to be in that 12th, 13th, 14th space.
0: Absolutely. And rolling off from the Detroit Pistons, we roll into the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on them acquiring Donovan Mitchell?
1: Oh, I, I like it. I do. I, I, I just think um, it's an all-in type move and it, it may not be this season uh, that it happens for them, especially with the development of a couple of younger guys, Mobley, especially. Mm-hmm. But, I, I like it. I do. I think, they're, I think they're equipped for quite a long, I think they've got quite a long runway. Um, yes. Given the age and stages of all the, pretty much everybody, all the guys. Um, so it's really a case of, I think you know, I like it.
0: whether it's going to be this year or I guess more to the point next year is just sorting out that glaring issue that they have on the wings. But yeah. That's their Achilles heel at the moment. They'd this time. Making them to the this... second round, possibly, but.
1: There's this time to address that, uh, look, I, I think they're going to lose in the first round, um, this season, because I have them at seventh, yep. forty-eight, even even at forty-eight and thirty-eight, which is a small improvement, um, still just get them to seventh, and that's a first round matchup with, uh, who would that be uh, for me? That would be Philadelphia. They're not beating Philadelphia in round one. Forty-eight um, and thirty-eight. They're playing eighty-six games. Oh, what? A, no, I said what a, <laughs> did I say forty-eight and thirty-eight. I mean forty-eight and 34. 34. <laughs> Yeah. Forty eight thirty eight. What kind of season is this? forty eight thirty four. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's it you know, that's a reasonable record, but that still gets them a really, really difficult first round matchup which they're not gonna win. So it's a hell of a hell of a starting five. I think the depth is actually okay. But yeah, it's not their year this year.
0: Well, given that last year the large part of their fall off was Jarrett Allen going out so was it just before just after the All Star break and then Mobley missing time. Yeah, um, You know, it's sort of, they're really sort of created for them at sort of the wrong time. But I guess at the same time, they've still sort of got some playing experience getting blooded in that and sort of setting a bar of where they want to be at the next sort of year or two. So it's good. And they, they've got some veterans on that team. But obviously, as I have just said earlier, that the wing position is, is the glaring issue that they have moving forward. Of What are they going to get out of what they've got? What can they get? By making any moves, if any, I guess
1: we'll just have to wait and see. There was a, a couple of quick points I'd just make at the end of this about them. Even though I have them predicted at seventh, it's a really fine line. There's only three games separating between, or just based on my predictions, between third and seventh. Yeah. So all it takes is a couple more wins, and you jump, you, you jump up a couple of spots. Because I imagine it will be quite tight um, in that middle middle of the playoff pitcher so there's not a big a big discrepancy there the other thing I was just wondering too just looking at their roster um I hope that that not too many shots and opportunities are taken from Evan Mobley yes Um, I agree you know what I mean like I just he he, to me is a real potential superstar but there is massive usage in the backcourt and even off the bench with Levert Kevin Love I just, I'd hate to see, and I, I don't necessarily think it will, but I'd hate to see Moby's um, opportunities limited or his chance to fully blossom with this group limited.
0: Mm. No, I, I'm very much with you on that. And I'd I, I like to believe 300% of my body that that wouldn't happen. But there's, you know, funny things can happen in basketball. and But I'm pretty sure, you know, mm. their main goal is to really get him as much as he can without it sort of being. Sort of a detriment in some respects to the team overall. Uh, but it just I guess it's up to JB because staff to sort of figure all that out and, and get it rolling.
1: Yeah, I've got faith in that.
0: So that concludes us with the Cavaliers. We move into the last team in the Central is the Chicago Bulls. I think this potentially is going to be another one of those middling years where they make the play and if all goes well, Alonzo comes back, do they dodge the play and like, firmly be in the six? I'm not too sure. Um interesting times here. You know, they get Pat Will back, you know, with a little bit of games in the back end of last year. Had a whole off season, seems to be looking more aggressive to find his own shot and he's a defensive dude. But it just really depends what they get out of their bench. And with them starting AO December, How is that all gonna play out with Lonzo out and you going around about the eighth or ninth position? Worst case scenario?
1: No, I have worst case uh and predict for tenth. I am right. low I'm low on these, I'm low on these guys. So last yeah. season they were forty six and thirty six and sixth for yeah. sixth seed. I don't think they're better this season. So I, I think they're forty one and forty one. And in tenth, and so, and not and not and not making natural playoffs.
0: I, yeah. I just, I think it's very, I think what you're saying is a very real possibility, which will obviously hurt Bulls fans to hear it, but that's the reality of the situation.
1: And I was a little higher on them last season, um, and and we know that you know Levine's knee injury and how that kind of hobbled him, and ultimately uh, Lonzo's injury, how impactful that was. But if if Lonzo comes back this season at any point, then, then I think that's a win. That that's a great result because that is so up in the air and so unknown and all a bit strange. If he just comes back, maybe he plays well at the back end maybe with a view to the following season. I don't know. I don't I think this season's gonna a bit of a struggle.
0: Yeah, I think we'll probably know by come January whether or not it's gonna be a write off or they're going to push which i think ultimately is dictator as you said of when lonzo comes back or if he does um, which is obviously, you know, a bit of a stinker given how well that how i guess they overachieved last year to a degree but it, it really exposed their lack of depth um, when it all sort of started to fall apart and, with but me, I guess Megan, when,
1: you, when you lose your starting point guard and, and caruso and that you, it's hard to have adequate cover for something so massive as that. But yeah, he's yeah. a guy who's just always injured. If you reel off his career games, this is from the year one of his career, 52, 47, 63, 55, 35. This, the guy, is he's always and only ever injured. The penchant for
0: street clothes, as
1: they used to say. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of those years we were in New Orleans too. And he—he, he, I think he sucked in New Orleans. Uh, it was he was, it was very hard to watch, yeah, I'm watching that full Stephen Adams year and he was fucking garbage, um but he had a, a really nice season it was something might have been going on in New Orleans, I don't know, it wasn't feeling it, and he obviously it was a bit weird they were really keen to trade him, and it was all something wasn't quite right there, and he did resurrect it, obviously at the start of the Chicago mm-hmm. season, so I just think the misery they're gonna be happy if he just comes back and and somehow gets over this mysterious um, situation with his injury. But regardless, I'm very low on them. Uh, scraping into the, the plane.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think largely whilst they overachieve, they do very well considering how their season was disrupted by numerous yep. injuries at different points in time. But yeah, they're very much stuck in no man's land from
1: what we can project from now, um, given the hey, monster and, situation. And it's pretty exciting... For their future, right? They've got Wendell Carter. They've got Franz Wagner. Wagner, uh, a couple more. Oh, oh no, hang on. Oh, got, hold on. No, 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 no. they've got. Uh, no, they've got, um, they've got. Yeah, we'll
0: get they've to got, the magic. They got. <laughs> they got. They got, they've got um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So with that Central Division wrapped up, we are now roll into the Atlantic Division. And starting with uh this team might sneak up and pull your pants down, or just do it right from the start in the Toronto Raptors. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah yeah i I'm high on these guys uh, i think um were they last season they were so forty eight and thirty four i think they i think the record will be a a little better fifty um
0: i, I think that's about yeah. right given that they what was the first two months they were out to see him off the back of a shoulder surgery and he was a bit rough coming back, but he was you know, he,
1: yeah he he came back with a vengeance once he had that full confidence back and he's he's going to be starting at centre. This is this is the thing. Um, he's the centre. Barnes is the, is is at the uh, the big spot. Ananobi, Trent, Van Fleet. I think they're a little light at guard. If one of those two guys in the backcourt isn't there, then they're very light. Yeah. And then they may shift somebody like Ananobi down. But this is a really good, solid, all-round team. They're very well coached. Um, they've got a great mix of veterans, young guys coming up who are already you know, like, almost like veterans anyway. Um, even though, so they're around about fifty wins, I'm not sure that they get home court in the first round, though, and that's going to be a little tricky. They have a great home court advantage, but it may not be enough for home court. But I think they're one of those, they're prime. I think they are set up primarily to win a first-round matchup, even if they are, say, something like the fifth or sixth seed, particularly fifth, I could see them tipping yeah. over. A team above them,
0: they're low key frisky.
1: Oh, maybe not even low key.
0: Well, I mean, low key frisky too, non NBA for Canelo, but to the hardcores, sicko. I agree. Yeah, the NBA sickos that this isn't low key. This is like this is coming. Just watch it happen.
1: (laughs) They might. They probably lack for something more than just a potential second round run. They might lack as of this season that. Sort of real, like an all, a real top all NBA, all NBA first or second team, tight level player. But Scotty Barnes might become something like that. But you know what I mean? They just they might just lack that superstar power, yeah, that real super alpha. Yeah, the best players at, probably for this to come season is Siakam. Who knows about Barnes? maybe he becomes that guy amongst this roster and ascends into a, a an all NBA. Uh, type guy, which that can't be ruled out. And that might which be also a good
0: Tying into that is Ananobi apparently wanting a bigger role. Uh, how is that going to be managed? Does he potentially be traded up? I hope not, and that they can figure it out. And I think that's probably the, the best thing about the Raptors is that they know how to get a job done as a
1: team. Well, I don't know where he thinks he's going to get those extra shots from because a few of those shots from last season, are going more of them are going to Barnes. Yeah. Um they may end up shifting and in an and I think they could get a decent return from him. I actually really like Delano Banton, who's mm. um a little bit further buried on the bench. I know it's very niche player to like, but I think some player. Um yeah. they've got they've got guys like Otto Porter there. You know, there is there is there is stuff there at the forward spots.
0: Very much so. And then moving on from the Raptors, we roll into the Philadelphia thirty I mean Seventy Sixes.
1: Thirty sixes. Yours <laughs> close.
0: Mine. I am I'm quite what's the right word to describe that? I I'm really looking forward to seeing how this team goes. I think they have the potential or almost barring any health adversity that they should be a top three team and potentially push Bucks for maybe first place in the East. Uh, they've had a number of great signings, like your boy D'Anthony Melton, you've yeah. seen him play so much for the Grizzlies. Um, you know, apparently Harden's in shape, which, which is great. Wow, good on him. Yeah, yeah. pick up off Montrez, Harrell, PJ Tucker, hopefully Tyrese Maxey keeps kicking on house as well. I just... If this team doesn't win fifty two games, I think it's, it's a bit of a fail
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know what the over under is, but I think you can bet the regular season over because I think the regular season wins machine. yeah, but I do think there's two different conversations with this team. You There is a conversation about the regular season, and I think they'll be great. They've made multiple awesome signings, offseason signings, which we just mentioned. there's depth, even a guy like Harold, it's a bit different. When he's backing up somebody like Embiid, and he doesn't need to play a major, major role because back in those Clippers days, he got absolutely most, yeah, defensively. But that's that's not such a thing here. So they're going to be a regular season wins uh, juggernaut, but the playoffs, there is a guy on their team who absolutely melts down and quits every time. And, does it? And why are we expecting any different? Does it rhyme with Flames Baden? Yes, that's exactly it. Um, James Harden is a serial quitter. Um, yeah. And he's got a career littered with playoff failures. So all of this is kind of moot to some degree.
0: And going fishing for some you know, some praise that he took a discount to yeah. make it happen. I mean, it doesn't well, smell like Kamala Anthony taking seven less million dollars when he was at New York to help the team.
1: I don't even remember that. It's a good memory. But, um, yeah. And even all that stuff, all that contract stuff, fine. All the in-shape stuff, yeah, great. Um, But how about you don't have a complete meltdown when it counts, as usual. So you can have all these good signings. You can have all this depth and all this emergence of guys like Maxi. But if if you can't handle it in a Game 6 or a Game 7 or whatever it may be, whether it's the first round, the second round, or wherever, in, prove sort of prove it, prove yeah. us wrong, but yeah, walk it, then, don't talk it. Show me, don't tweet me. Yeah, <laughs> good old D Wade. Yeah.
0: So, so anything think, else further you want to add to the sixes
1: yeah, there? No, I don't, no no no, I don't. I just I do like you said. I don't really reiterate reiterate what you said before. I think they will challenge the Bucks for the for the one seed in the East.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think that's basically where we're at with them yeah and moving on to their another person in their division person, another team in their division uh well
1: there is a bit. there is the person in the division the Dolans
0: yeah the Dolans
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. superstar James Dolan
0: <laughs> if you're an ice hockey player but well they have a legit point guard now they do I mean they've needed probably 2006
1: I think you know, it's going to make a huge difference
0: I think it will. I just, as much as I'd like to say, hopefully, you know, things like saying, "I'm not going to get wet."
1: Piss. I, I've got them. So last season, 37 and 45. I've got them at 42 and 40, and in a play-in matchup up with the Hawks.
0: Be right on point in terms of a very interesting match-up. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, ha, ha, your boy, like Zach said, don't you ever say Harden?
1: No, don't. He's going to be. I, I, I mean, I remember watching him with the Clippers early on. Um, even in short minutes, he's he's a, he's a really good player, and I think the next yeah. the New York uh, fans are going to love him. Is is because you know Mitchell Robinson, he's not a big minute guy at the center spot, so Hudson's going to get a good chunk of minutes, and yeah. that might even level out a little bit between two... he basically
0: does exactly what Robinson does. It's at least range
1: and... Well, his passing, range, though. His, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's he actually playmates yeah. from, from right. there. He's that's, not that's just a, a threat. No, no, no. no. He, he, you're going to see his passing and his playmaking skills. I'd just like to see... I would love to see Fournier benched for for Grimes. For Grimes? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah because... I mean, Hopefully we see continued improvement from that. Um, Some sort of shining light out of the truest season. What they'd done the year prior. And, you know, being there and 48 in the mix. Um, well, yeah. How many is is Gets minutes.
1: I uh, certainly hope not.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, I don't know.
0: Why? has been playing good. going to get McBride sometime, Archie Diakono.
1: Yeah, Little Italy himself.
0: Really, watching I, him under the belt. He
1: he looks he he looks like he belongs on a New York team. He looks like yeah. somebody who would have been hanging out with Frank Sinatra <laughs> in uh, nineteen sixty two. New York Kirk Hydro. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not gonna get a hell of a uh, time. But Emmanuel uh, Cookley's got a bit of a excuse because Derek Rose is backing up that spot. You've got Barrett, Grimes, Fournier um Can hanging around s- the ring on Sleeve the
0: week as well
1: don't know I just the thing about Cam Reddish is he's, you know he played those years with Barrett and Zion he's got a lot of name recognition but but he was he was the quarter out of the three I'm not sure that he's an NBA player it's, yeah a lot
0: uh not to be designed but yeah rolling on from the Knicks from their uh, crossbridge uh, right good massive massive overexposure going on there and Kg or KG Katie allegedly wanting to coach, or I'm out. Which I don't think?
1: Well, more than just allegedly, I think it's pretty damn known, pretty damn well known that that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, and I think I, did anyone ever actually hear me say that? Having said that, they say if there is fire.
1: Well, that it's such, that was such a weird thing for him to say because what is what is it? Who was ever going to hear that? You know, like. He said it to them. I mean, what is he? Is he wanting us, somebody, or the media to have actually physically heard the words? It's, it's not quite the way it works. I think it's yeah. been pretty solidly acknowledged by uh, Nash, Marks, and others that, and even the owner that that is what happened.
0: I think personally, for this team, fourth place is probably their ceiling.
1: Oh, I think that's their ceiling. Yeah,
0: because their their centre position is. Not very good. The bench guys is maybe you want might be decent, but overall is already having issues with his uh, surgically paired ankle. Who knows what that Kyrie does? Um, how much time is Cam Thomas? And then outside of that, I mean, Royce O'Neill a net negative. You Bruce Brown. You're getting Royce O'Neill, who was this.
1: This is a a team. Severely lacking in depth, uh, and even guys, somebody like Paddy Mills, he really wore down as the season went on. Yeah, um, and I, mean, I that, think that, that was the, a large the,
0: part due to how much he had to Harden being a Curry being or Of know, course, of course, know, being a voice for the voiceless.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, he, I think the for me the big problem is the center spots. Um, they're in a conference where this guys like Adebayo and obviously Embiid. There's no, Nicholas Claxton and nothing else. And even Claxton is not ideal to defend those, those types of guys.
0: That's all right. I mean, if you're playing as a physical centre, De'Aaron should like the bulk of the physicality to do it, but doesn't have the foot speed.
1: And no, no. Would be be bed, no room would, bed would be licking his chops if he came out and saw that. So they're, they're thin there. and And also, when you look at a guy like Ben Simmons, realistically... He hasn't played for a long time. He's had back surgery. There's yep. all sorts of other stuff going on. Is it really realistic that he's just going to roll up there, play 80 games, and be back to whatever he was? It's going I'm to be gonna... a long time to get the rhythm, let alone the rhythm. For all three of these guys. I put them on. Barely played together. I put for regular season games
0: or, potential minor injuries, will be a net positive. Well, I feel like if they got
1: 64 games, they would be probably happy about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if they get a sacrifice a he gave all the longevity
1: like i i've got them finishing in the sixth spot but obviously this team has there's a huge variance in the impossible outcomes here obviously there's a best case scenario which is maybe like 50 wins home court yeah. but there's also a worst case which is like 50 50 you know 500 or lower you see, I think there's a huge variance for all I think the sorts pendulum of pendulum It's going to swing
0: violently either side.
1: It's it, it is a little hard to predict, um, but probably overarching thing. These three guys have really played that it's going to take. What's realistic in terms of them forming some kind of rhythm together? Hmm. I don't, yes. I don't know what that looks like. I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I'm going to be glued to their games. I mean, they're all... I love watching B. Simmons play. Durant, Irving, uh, Corey Irving, yeah. they're all great to watch and those matchups in, with other good teams. They're just going to be inc- really interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, when you strictly watch it in the box, how can you not watch In the
1: drama aspects as well, oh, all, I all mean, those that, other that,
0: factors. That's the part that, you know, I think bastardises it all is, you know, we want outrage and drama All the bloody socials fine. <sighs> How could you? How
1: could you not watch? I watched um, a couple of their games in preseason, and uh, I think well, there was one game where Simmons fell out really early, but there was a game against the Bucks, and I thought he looked really good. Actually, I mean, I just and I'm just talking about taking a while to find a rhythm, but he he did look good. It was running things really well. He was defending Yannis. He was, which takes it would be a lot of strain on his back. Um, I think it it looks to me like it's a little bit clunky in the backcourt uh, between him and Irving, who's the... I mean, they're both point guards, kind of, Simmons. It, to me, that was a little bit turnabout, um, handling the ball up top. So it's going to be a little tricky to work out around that because Durant handles it too.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably going to be about a 20-game a feeling-out process and really sort of getting you know game-acquainted with one another Actually, sort of matters as opposed to pre Yeah, Kyrie, Durant, heavy ball usage, but in that same breath is where Simmons can take a little bit of extra energy off those guys and get them, hit them on the move, get them set shots. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting
1: one. I'll be watching.
0: And last team, the conference of the Atlantic, what's the Atlantic division, is the Boston Celtics.
1: Your Boston South
0: My Boston notes. With it. I'm not going to lie, with everything that's gone on with Eme, uh, Rob Williams, the not having, but having Gallinari, getting Brogdon, who I see is already potentially already. I really. I wouldn't be surprised if they were. if they finish sixth overall. Sixth. So... But at the same yeah. time, Angel to be top three team. Find that out later on down the line. But not too much has changed here. There's has been um, consolidation that's happened. But yeah, it's just, I almost feel like I'm going in with one eye open. Everything that transpired through the eyes and from the finals, it kind of, yeah, it's, it's hard to explain. I'm very,
1: I'm excited, but I'm quite skeptical. I think a lot of this season is going to depend on how seamless or not seamless the transition is from Udoka to Missoula. You know, is he, is he just, is he sort of a Udoka disciple and just going to kind of pick things up or is it going to be difficult to transition? And I think a lot of this season depends on that. You know, I, I've I, picked them for third, but like I said, between third, fourth, fifth, sixth. So, Boston, Miami, Toronto, Brooklyn, and Cleveland. I've got this three-game difference between them, yeah, so it's already so close. So I do have them, throw. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's only three games between third and seventh, in my opinion. But I do have them third. They're going to be a pretty good regular season team, of course. Yeah. Um, but the Rob Williams is he over or under forty-one games played this season realistically?
0: I mean, it's I always. Me, I'm taking the me. under. Yes, yeah, uh, and I don't blame you because. Obviously, we both love seeing him with the fuzz. Oh, yeah, big, I don't know if it's his or just his body doesn't like to play nice with him at times. We don't get to see more of him. I
1: just, there's there's one thing I want to pour a little bit of cold water on. Um, The Brogdon signing has, you know, it's been obviously viewed as a real positive signing. Look at this type of guy that they've signed. He's 19 a game last season six man candidate just I want to serve him admittedly not a huge amount I just think he. I'm a little concerned that he might have fallen off a bit more than what, than um, yeah. what might realize. Yeah, and I might realise I agree with that The one
0: yeah. thing with Malcolm Brom even when he's in the peak of his powers that we have known him all, and even in, in Indiana is like how does this guy not get his it's just his jump shot, and gym kept blocked more often.
1: There's a low forward release.
0: Isn't it? Low forward release away from the body. I'm, just, I'm surprised he
1: gets them off without getting crushed so many. Times. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's pretty methodical with it, in other areas of, of his game too. Now, if he's not playing huge minutes, and perhaps the injury thing, uh, maybe that can be mitigated a little bit. But I do think, I do think he might have fallen off. A little bit it's more than what might be anticipated. I'll be watching that one quite closely.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Ultimately, obviously, Rob Williams potentially with Brogdon thing going to dictate whether they're within that fringe playing or up near
1: in the. So why? Why just quickly back on Brogdon? Why do we think that this trend is going to change? Just the games played: forty-eight, sixty-four, fifty-four, fifty-six, thirty-six. This guy's a walking injury,
0: walking red flag.
1: He's a walking red flag, is, and it's already started a little bit.
0: Anyway, just yeah, just a I little mean, bit of
1: cold water on that situation, yeah.
0: and, and justifiably so. I mean, it's it's been getting plenty of positive your time through the various podcasts. I mean, when you peel back all the layers, you're like, well, on the surface, quite good. When you dig deep, like this is.
1: This is He's a guy a that is... A diamond. Uh, I don't think it'll be a rock. Uh, no, I, I think... I don't think it'll... It's, it's not going to be a disaster or anything like that. I just... I'm just putting a little bit of caution out there about um, expectations around it.
0: Yeah. And, and it's all justified. That wraps up the Atlantic Division. Now we roll into the last division, Eastern Conference with the Southeast. Yours, please, on the Western I mean, Wizards.
1: The Wizards, yeah, absolute purgatory. Um, mid 31s nothingness going on here. Yeah. They're not bad enough to tank. They're not good enough to make the plan. They also did not have the bodies
0: to make a trade work that would either make what like, probably not so much the latter on that.
1: No, this this is this is uh, look. I there were thirty five wins last year. I got on for thirty five wins again. Just a very average team that is not I don't think is going up, I don't necessarily think is going down. Just one of the most probably meh teams yeah. in this conference.
0: Potential league pass darlings whilst not doing all that well, but
1: how how are they league past darlings? Based so on what?
0: Just based on, you know, they might put together of good games in a row and you know, it's gonna be very stop start with that that people love the coups. I don't
1: think know. that makes them League Pass
0: darlings. Uh, I mean, I mean it loosely,
1: but Porzingis shooting long twos. <laughs> what else?
0: Kuzma's uh, yeah. big, massive jumpers. The Spurs will get COVID for the third time after. Oh, yeah. Saying it's not that big a
1: deal. Go watch out for that third eye. Yeah, but it, I don't know. This this is a very meh, in my I think, I think it might, It would be frustrating to be a fan of this team, a little bit, especially, and it's probably a little bit amplified with Scoot. And Wimbanyama waiting in the wings because they're not, they're not sort of bad enough to be in that range. They've just re Beal, they, they, they really are kind of stuck in this no man's land. I guess they've got some pieces there
0: where they can, if they decide to just actually pull the pin on it, they can get some equity back
1: to, to really go after either side. But see, that, that's having the harder that, to do though when you've just re signed yes. for on a contract like that, it's the harder to do. Absolutely.
0: They've put themselves in a very precarious position. You know, I don't see them even sort of making... Could they make 10? Yeah, probably.
1: But... I'd be surprised if they did.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they
1: didn't, then they'd have to just get rid of Beale. But, if, if they made 10, that would mean either the Bulls, Knicks, or Hawks are dropping out. Which, depending on the way things go, could be the Bulls. Could be the Bulls, but then you'd have in to. Have, but then the Bulls would have to win something in the mid thirties, and I don't think they're that bad. No, they're not. No, but, yeah. I mean, they're just in such. They've put themselves in a shitty position. Do you know what? You know who they are? They're the Eastern Conference versa, version of the Portland Trailblazers. You know what? That's a hundred percent accurate. Maybe we leave it on that note. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from the
0: Wizards, we're to the. Milano Magic, looking forward to some more Franz Wagner. Obviously, oh, Obviously, yes. number one overall pick, Banchero, beautiful. Um, and Wendell Carter Jr., the rest.
1: That's all I've got.
2: Look, I think their
1: the front line is, is really nice. If you're starting with Franz Wagner, Paolo, Wendell Carter, that that's... That's a good spot. I think the guard situation is a complete mess, it, oh, a complete and utter mess. It's and very bad. And I don't think there's one player there who I'd be happy if that was if they were my starting rotation going forward. I think Cole Anthony top out is a good backup. Yes, Suggs. I, I, I I'm not a fan. Dude can't shoot. Um, I think it's Arthur very Hendon, much a
0: case of with Suggs is that. He had an amazing NCAA tournament and ridiculous shots, which probably created
1: Pumped up the value, Massive Jerk it? Fest overhype part. Maybe. I, I, I don't think Argelin's an NBA player. Marco Fox is always hurt. Their guard situation is shit, basically. Yeah. Um I don't it, but Paolo's gonna make up for it a little bit because he's such an I think he's an awesome playmaker and he's gonna get every opportunity to playmate from his spot.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's just he's got to learn how to play in the pick and roll a whole lot more. Yeah, you know, Quoted as saying that as the whole... Yeah. Him used to just creating in the college scene and now work, and he as the screener and the roller, as opposed to using
1: that to his advantage, which helps his skills. set. And, and reps are going to help. The reps Absolutely. are going to help. He's going to get a lot of opportunity with those reps. Look, this team is too young to to make to certainly they're not gonna I don't think they're gonna push for a plane or anything like that I not nor do I think they want to I think based on the youth I think they'll I think they're looking at something like mid-20s uh and the wins what their last season 22 and 60 I think there'll be a I think they might beat that next season just because they they do there is a bit more talent floating around Fabian's it's going to be better they've got Paolo so just buy that add a handful of wins I think they're in the you know 26 yeah type range sort of.
0: Yeah, mid to high twenties, and I think where they want to be at. I mean, who knows? Come February, March, they might just bottom out, and hopefully get get scoop. What will help them, yeah, address yeah. their guard issue.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be really nice, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: So moving on from the Orlando Magic, rolling to
1: Miami Heat, dose, um, <laughs> Now I. Oh, man, I don't know. This is probably a team that I, I looked at about the longest and the most in the lead-up to this podcast because, I don't know, they're, they they're kind of overachieve a little bit regular season-wise, maybe. I mean, they, they got that one seed last season. I'm not sure if they'll get the one seed this year. In fact, I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will either. But PJ Tucker's a, a big loss, even though, what is he, 36, 37? It was probably the best playoffs, playoffs they've ever had. He's gone. Lowry is close to being done, although he's surely going to be a bit more impactful than what he was last season. Mm-hmm. They're much the same. But... We're going
0: to get a bounce back year from Duncan Robinson. They're going to continue oh. on from a six-man heroic. Um, I don't
1: know about Duncan Robinson.
0: Yeah, I mean, when he's on, very helpful player, but when he's off, it's so bad you can't.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure that that changes. I wish you had a bio... He's he's so passive sometimes. He's got yeah. so much so much talent, but what a aggressive Bam is the best Bam. Passive Bam. Oh yeah, is and like the playoffs just up. highlighted that, didn't that? Like when he was when he just put his head down and was aggressive, it was a different player. But yeah. then he has these games where he has like five points, and they need more than that because that's where a lot of their issue can lie. You know, can't all be Butler. It's they, they need Adebayo to. To just up that the offensive aggression a little bit, I think, and that will go a long way. I mean um, if you got
0: everything hinging on what Jimmy does, it's not that he's not a really good player, but it's just not enough to get you probably into the finals or is relatively close in a final series. I just I do not think that gets you more than I think they
1: they want to, I mean they could make the East Finals. I they could. think
2: Sh- they could, couldn't, couldn't they?
1: Yeah, they they could. You can't. You just can't rule them out. This current edition of Miami, um, they could. I I think there's at least two teams clearly better than them, and the the Celtics could be so. added. Yeah, and you, the Celtics could be added to that potentially. Um, you know, they, they they I think they'll probably still get home court. They're good enough for home court, but they don't. I think they might, unless Adebayo I don't know, just somehow ups the aggression offensively, then I think that's where their limit is uh, to some degree. And that's it. I still got them for 50.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. 50 D52 ones, very doable.
1: Yeah, no, I think so. That's not that far off what they were last season. I just expect a little bit of...
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they move into that 48 win range, uh, given what they've got to work with. Just closing them off and then rolling into sorry, Aiden, but the Charlotte Hornet.
1: These guys are gonna suck. They're gonna suck so bad. Take the under. Yeah. 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 LaMelo's already out. Yeah. There's not gonna be a rush. He'll probably be wrapped up, done, and dusted by February, March anyway. This team... Not getting arrested for his third
0: driving offence.
1: Yeah. I just... I feel like this... Jordan Hayward or... This franchise doesn't get enough talk. I don't know whether it's because Jordan's the owner or what, but this team is so fully run and just everything. Very much as
0: early 2000 Wizards.
1: Yeah. Whether it's that ridiculous coaching situation where they... Had Atkinson, he took one look, he bailed. They re they hired a guy who they fired. Um, I don't
0: just... I still can't understand why they got rid of Borrego, even though they steadily yeah. improved under his tenure, and then they go back to an old, high, an old high school sweetheart who, I mean, Steve Clifford is a good coach, but he's not. This, he's not this, the so... coach that's going to get a team in a deep
1: player front the the whole franchise needs needs to be looked at. they just yeah. I think it's just a case of absolute mismanagement constantly. they they seem to be um I mean it's kinda of well known they seem to be incredibly cheap. Kings, are they the kings? Or the, the what? The kings? kings oh, or the I, oh I mean I I yeah, maybe. Um I, I I don't know how Aiden does it. This this franchise is just I mean they're really damn lucky they've got Lamello Ball but I don't no. know. At some point, is he going to look at this and go, "What? What? What is the point of this? They're com- completely cheap. I don't know how aspirational they even seem to be. They're endlessly shooting themselves in the foot. Um, and here we are again. I think they're going to be. I'll Give them 27 twenty, twenty-two. Wins. You got you got them twenty-seven. Yeah. I think that's generous. I, I think that's it's a yeah, god awful team. Best case scenario. Yeah, that I, I think that's that scenario. I'm thinking twenty-two or something like that, and maybe it's only Indiana who beats them to the bottom. Yeah, and I
0: guess that's pretty much all we need to uh, say on the whole, it's a moving entire team in the Southeast
1: division and... Fourth. You know, I so they were 8th, they finished 8th last season into the, in that 8th spot, 43 wins. I have got 45 wins, not much of an improvement. I don't know whether, whether it may be expected to have a little more with an addition of Dejounte Mari, but if you look at the teams above them, I think the seven teams I have above them are all objectively better. Mm. Obviously, the Bucks, 76ers, Celtics, Heat, they're better. Then you've got that group, Raptors, Nets, Cavaliers. I think those teams are better than the Hawks. So they fall to that kind of eight-type 8, eight type spot again, despite the fact that they – I do think that they are better last season, and I think that will make for a really um, – obviously, in the play-in, I think they make for quite an exciting play-in team. But I, I don't know. I, I. I'm There's not a lot of it. Quite shot as high on
0: them. How, how quickly they shift from Capella being the setter to a being the setter?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that's going to happen at some point. Don't know if it's this season, but um, I'd, love, I'd like to see a uh edge out Capella. It sort of reminds me of the remember when Perkins was holding out Stephen Adams oh, at yeah. starting centre at OKC, and people were starting to get pretty edgy about that. Yeah. Um, do you know, um, You know, we were looking at that uh, DeAndre Hunter extension that he, that he signed, I think it was today, 95 over four years. And then I read, I always forget this, Landry Fields is their GM. Landry Fields, former, you remember back, him? Former Raptor, yeah. You remember how he had a really good rookie season and really promising and then got a bunch of injuries, got traded to Toronto and then just disappeared. And now he's the yeah. GM. Of Atlanta is only thirty four, but I, I forgot about that. But I just saw that with the DeAndre Hunter news. I, I think that's a a little bit of a gamble, but probably one of, you still got to do. But I think it's six, a gamble worth taking. Yeah, be... but but sixty three, twenty three, and fifty three games played, and he's almost twenty five. Like he's kind of it's not yeah. like he's twenty one. That's right. He, he sort of is who he is, right? And he's got a huge injury history in the bank. So yeah. Well, I mean ninety five mil over four years is still a lot. But it is probably one you gotta do. I think it is. I mean yeah,
0: he's certainly an above average what they need to guard various positions. Obviously the he's in his second to last year, I mean next year will be his qualifying offer. Which obviously with the actually just sign that's obviously got some faith in him.
1: Clearly they do, yeah. But,
0: but, <laughs> it's not a whole bunch of depth here like I think they can, they can get by with what they've got, yeah, in the regular season. But when it comes to squeaky bum time in the playoffs, I think this is they potentially get really found out, even with getting Dejounte Murray, who I think will help them quite a lot. But yeah, I think it's they, going to be an entire regular season to figure out and meshing with Dejounte and
1: Trey and how they get the most out of that. As well. I think they will, I think they will better pull that off reasonably well. I think it probably goes back a couple of seasons. Two seasons ago, I think they overachieved. Last season, yeah. they probably underachieved a little bit. It was a bit of a disappointment. This season, maybe they land somewhere in, that, in between those two. I think, I think if, they, if they're in that play-in, I think they take it, and I think they make a really fun first round and out. Mm. And that's what I think their ceiling is, is, this version of them.
0: If things aren't going too well by the time All-Star break, like, sorry, comes around, are they trading John Collins?
1: It feels like he's been on the block for so long.
0: Mm.
1: I don't really know why. he's an excellent player. He defends hard. hardy. He... Yeah. Very versatile he's player. I'm not sure. Range rim runner. He's... I know there was a little bit of beef there he had with Trey like three years ago briefly, yeah. but it was kind of nothing. But he I don't know what he's like reminds me of the situation with Miles Turner, He's basically been agitating to trade him for years and I don't really yeah. know why. Yeah, neither. I mean
0: Partly, I guess, some sort of slight media spin angling. Maybe, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, as we've said to each other so many times, you know, we're not on the inside. We see the day-to-day. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, I'd probably
1: go second round tops. For... But if that's... If you're saying that, then you're saying that they're going to beat... I mean, where do you think they're going to end in the regular season? Let's start with that. Where do you think they're going to finish up seeded in the regular season?
0: I think everything goes well. They can get as high as six, but I think
1: eighth or ninth
0: is
2: probably but,
1: their floor. But is it realistic to say that they're going to beat Boston, Philadelphia or Milwaukee in the first round? <sighs> Potentially. Well, oh, I, I think that would be shocking if it, if it happened. Uh, like... Uh, I'd be shocked if I saw that happen to either yeah, one of those teams. Mind but... you, if they get the and what if James Harden quits? Then it's possible. Well, Aha. Exactly. That's yeah, Touché. Touche. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be shocked at the same time, I would. Yeah,
1: yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, going from <laughs> a great
0: height, a little bit of a bump in the road, to like, we overachieved, now we know where we're at. And this is what, you know, especially if they play the 6s they've got Flames Harden in front of them. So, to shine
1: DeJounte Murray's just going to go after it. I'd love to see it. Actually, oh. actually, yeah. I mean, hey, look, in all, without all joking aside, I don't think they can pull off a first-round upset. However, them against the six, uh, 76ers in the first round... It was game on. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Partly because of that, the, the ability of James Harden to just go into quit mode and the fact that Atlanta do we have a really, really good roster and when it comes to those guys all we'll max out their minutes. You know, it's not like they're playing 30 minutes in the regular season. They're looking at 40 minutes, something like that. But, you know, I suppose you couldn't
0: rule it out. Absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for listening in. That concludes uh, ESPN's preview just in time for the start of the NBA season 19th of October New Zealand time. Thanks very much for listening in and thanks again for Mike getting on here and showing the fat. On the East Western Conference. Any final Always, thoughts?
1: Uh, this is NBA fans' Christmas Eve. Very we much uh
0: get... We made it, we survived. Looking forward to it. It's over. Now give us just six months of max league pass. Brilliant. And with that, we'll leave you on that note. Uh, thanks very much for listening again. Uh, if you've got any comments or questions that you want to pose to us, uh, send a message through the Sports Codex. We'll be happy to give you a shout out, answer your questions and uh, we'll come to you again probably two to three weeks into the season after we've had a bit of time to absorb everything that's happening And, and we'll be back thanks for listening and have a great evening